good Christians to lie and to make things up and to put words into my mouth or the station's mouth and uh, allege that things have been said on this station, you know. And, of course, uh, we even had one caller who called in yesterday who was very upset that they had taken his line and attributed to me and also twisted it around a little bit. Of course. Yeah. You would think they wouldn't do that. No, not good, God-fearing, God-loving, neighbor-loving, all that other good stuff, you know. Which, of course, makes one think of the Spanish Inquisition, but that's a a very long subject for another day. But uh, all of our faithful listeners out there can take a deep sigh, a la Mm you-know-who, a Bob Lasseter sigh. Oh, yeah. Good for you. Because, uh, you know, I've gone to the woodshed and everything is uh, came out kosher. Everything right. came out okay. Copacetic, is that the word? We're... Very good. Excellent choice of words. You've okay. been hanging around Don Webb, I bet. <laughs> All those big words. Is that a Don Webb What word? a wicked web we... How does that go? <laughs> when we deceive... Oh, boy. Somebody will call in. Some 90-year-old will call in with that old saying. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. You know what about. I'm talking uh, yeah, about. But what I a can't... wicked web... We weave. We weave when we in the church deceive or something like that. <laughs> That's we it. in the archbishop, exactly. So maybe if you're looking for the wicked web, he might be over at church. But what I was starting to say, and you know how when you come in here I keep getting sidetracked, sometimes right. for up to four hours. <laughs> um, it would seem to me that when some of our Catholic friends out there, we've got a lot of them, thousands of them, mm-hmm. that when they go to church uh, this Sunday or mm-hmm. whenever they go to Mass. I guess they're constantly during the week they have all these Masses. I don't know. The teeming Masses. Uh, that perhaps they ought to put a little note in the collection plate instead of their usual 50 cents or dollar or 10 bucks or whatever they put in there. Just put a little note in there and say, uh, you know, buzz off. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. They won't do it, though. They're cowards. Yeah. I've been trying for years to get somebody to stand up in church on Sunday, right in the middle of the sermon. Or in synagogue, and say, "This is a bunch of garbage." When are you going to stop lying to these people? When are you going to tell us the truth? When are you going to stop with all the mumbo jumbo and all of these archaic rituals and nonsense and speak to us about something that means something in our lives? Not going to. And they happen. won't do it. They, just, they don't have any guts. No, not going to happen. Not in our lifetime. Shameful. Mm-mm. But what do you think about all these coincidences? Well, maybe we could take a poll on it. Yeah. Because when you said, what do you think? It brought back <laughs> the ghost of Lee Fowler <laughs> came into my mind. What do you think? I miss Lee. God, but I There are going to be a lot of disappointed people out in the audience this morning, I guess. Those who listen every day but just are mm-hmm. praying, praying to the Lord that I should disappear. They are so off Same base. people who prayed for the dolphins last night. You <laughs> see what it did for them. <laughs> I like what Ron, I watched women's volleyball last night too, and I, I agree with Ron Harrison. That was definitely the sport to watch last night. Not the stupid, Ron said that he he flipped over and watched women's volleyball. He flipped over and watched women's volleyball. <laughs> and well, so I'm not uh, going to get into that because that, <laughs> did the same that thing. borders right on the edge of those things that we don't uh, discuss here on WRNZ. Oh, I, I when forgot. you say that he flipped over, yeah, I forgot and watched women's volleyball. <laughs> This is our sports director, big doll fan. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was a pretty, uh, I saw the last part of it. The it volleyball was game grim. was better. Pretty Trust grim. me. The volleyball. Well, listen, even watching Body by Solo Flex right. would have been better. Right. The Weather like, Channel was better. Like an hour and a half. I love the Weather Channel. Boy, my that favorite. just sends me. It is my favorite. <laughs> I can't go to sleep at night unless I log, you know, like 20 minutes at least of the Weather Channel. <laughs> 
Well, I think we'll take our first break on that note. I think we're going to have a pretty intriguing show today. I'm not sure exactly why, but I just have that feeling. Look at all those Dade people calling. Broward people are, uh, well, Asleep. they don't want to call. It's raining like crazy here. Yeah. Is it stopped. still raining? Oh, no, it did stop. Stopped, but, uh, well, somewhere else, though, it's probably raining. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Probably uh, Broward. <laughs> in Broward. It's a very good point. <laughs> so Stan had a doctor's appointment today and couldn't make it in early. You know, he... Um, he'll be in. He'll be in sooner or later. But not... You know, he was going to be... Not early. 10. Right. He'll be in. Yeah, well, early for Stan is, you know... 1.30, yeah. Exactly. Well, Stan is a late sleeper. You know, I happen to be one of those now when I, I just wake up automatically yeah. early. In fact, it really irritates me on Sunday. Yeah, me too. That I wake up real early. Yeah. Like about 7.30. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. Um, but I don't have a solution to that problem. <laughs> Well, he's just acting like Mr. Informative here today, isn't he, all of us? There he goes. There he goes, lapsing back into what he does best, and that is making a total jackass out of himself. Okay, it's 18 past 10 at WINZ. I'm here. We're going to continue to be here. We're going to do our thing, and wow. life will go on. And uh, Neat. <laughs> well, you never know. You never know, at least until the next crisis. Right. But, um, well, I, I just neat. want to make that very clear to Mr. Thompson and all right. these other... Uh, we're going to stay. Malcontents out there. We're going to do our thing. In this building. Well, maybe not in the building. Maybe we'll go out on the lawn again. Not today. With the FM. We could have a whole big Wins thing. Wins and Zeta together on the lawn. Wouldn't that be great? And we could have a little weenie roast out there. It would be fantastic. Yeah, that's a good idea. Exactly. Roast some marshmallows. I want to roast some I mean, weenies. it's a beautiful day. Let's go. Let's go out in the backyard and have a good time. Sure. And we could baptize everybody on the FM because God only knows. Okay, 1019 at WINZ. Got a great T-shirt somebody sent in, by the way. And it says on it, speak English, damn it. <laughs> I like that. And it's got a picture of a vulture on it, too. Yes, what it is does. It? Yeah. It's supposed to be an American eagle, but I think that's really a vulture. Probably another coincidence. Probably. <laughs> so many coincidences lately. You may be able to get away with it. I know. <laughs> Let's have her on today. Could we have Daffy come on? Sure. It's a rainy day. It's dank and it's depressing. And we could lift we could lift a whole bunch of minority people up by their bootstraps today because there are probably a lot of people with boots on a rainy day like this. Huh? I'll be happy to call her for you. Oh, great. <laughs> it would be like going back to kindergarten again, wouldn't it? Going back to school. We could do, like Ed Cohen says, some of that elementary school humor that oh, he was yeah, talking about. Yeah. My good friend Ed. Yeah, yeah. Boy, how they turn on you in this town. They really do, and that's that. It hurt. <laughs> it hurt bad when they turn on you like that. <laughs> What's that? This is a copy of the letter that I read on the air yesterday. Oh, the nice letter to the editor. Excellent Sunset. letter. Um, can I have that? For what? For um, our records. Our the files. one that I just tore in half. Yeah, well, well, I, saved no, the I saved the good part. Sure. Yeah. Thanks. Boy, there's sure a lot of people ringing the phone up here this morning, aren't they? They're, I'm sure they're ecstatic. When you get on and you start saying these things... Well, <laughs> we're getting a lot of static, but I think we finally reached the um, <laughs> the pinnacle. No, I think this morning we climbed to the top of the mountain and took one small leap for mankind. <laughs> or something like that. I get all of those sayings confused. You know, I get them all mixed we in together. We took a leap. Did we, we took really just leap? a little leap. From tower number three. Okay. <laughs> Was Rick Edwards out there? In fact, we may bring in Marty Hall today. Who's <laughs> hanging from tower number two? You know, and that kind of stuff. Let's make a deal. 
But I uh, feel just fine now. I feel like uh, my life is worth about a dollar and a half at least, which mm-hmm. is, you know, a buck and a half more than it was when I got up this morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, we're all back to normal. Everybody loves each other, and the crisis has passed. I thought it might. Yeah. And everything is fine. Great. There is no joy in Mudville because <laughs> mighty case. Some people are upset. Exactly. Well, Dr. Hoofenmouth is probably having a nervous Ooh. breakdown. I'm sure uh, he's gotten word by now. And he'll also have a very, uh, well, it's a Tuesday, and we have a lot of business to do here oh. today. That'll probably depress him even more, won't it? God, I hope so. Yeah. Well, that's the breaks, Doc. Yeah, we have lots of breaks. Now, if he would just go back to uh, taking care of all of his heart patients, and if Jack would just take care of uh, whatever it is whatever he's taking he care does. of, <laughs> his fellow mental patients, um, you know, everything would be fine, and we could all just live happily ever after. Don't call us today, Jack. We're monitoring you, Jack. We're, We're monitoring, monitoring your, your office. We're monitoring your phone. Yeah. Don't call us. In fact, there was a guy from Metro in here late yesterday, and he's uh, going to make personal That's right. Personal involvement. Yep. To make sure that uh, Jack just uh, stays on the straight and narrow path. Uh, he said something to me about getting on the straight and narrow <laughs> path. And I said, well, part of that anyway. Yeah. Exactly. First part. There we go again. Encouraging you-know-what. <laughs> Heterosexuality. Ooh, God forbid. <laughs> I told you yesterday, no more sex. That'll solve all of our problems. If everybody <laughs> just stops thinking about it, stops doing it, no more problems. <laughs> Well, I'm sure there's a chance of that happening. Of course. In this town, it's a very good chance of that happening. Because about 70% of the population has already gone into that category. (laughs) Believe me. I mean, where there's uh, no sense, there's no feeling, you know? (laughs) But I think we ought to put some of these calls on hold here. Because I'm not going to just punch him up again. I don't want to go through uh, that business again. No. Because it's a rainy day in Georgia. Right. And there are a lot of people out there get very nervous calling in when it's raining. Yeah. They're afraid that something evil is going to happen on the phone. I saw an incredible rainbow when I was coming to work this morning, and I should have known. I was on I-75. I was just making that turn off the Harrison Parkway onto I-75. Here was this big, beautiful rainbow, and I should have known that that was an omen of things to come. Absolutely. You should have. Of course. So you heard me again on that show this morning, right? Yes, I did. They keep playing that. It is you. It is me. They taped it off the air, which is patently illegal. And we would never do something like that on this show, right? Oh, man. <laughs> All right, how do you want to work this, Robin? You decide. I told you. What? Should I close my eyes? No. Okay. <laughs> I can't believe that they're that desperate in the morning that uh, you-know-who and Donald and Noodles are that desperate that they got to start taping my voice. i got an idea for them. Why don't they just tape my whole show? <laughs> <laughs> and they can play it there in the morning. Of course, we'll take them to court and they'll lose their license, but that's another story. Let them, many ideas. let them play the whole show. They probably do a seven share in the morning. They keep talking about uh, my return over there. They can't wait. They're they just a, love you. They are in a dream world. They're hot for your body over there, trust me. Make no mistake about it. Here's a little message from Rich on the screen. The misfits are calling already. Well, of course. Jack's already on the phone? I thought he had... He was on the phone? Oh, not him. Other misfits. Well, you know, some, like, little league misfits. Not maybe the major league ones, just the little (laughs) ones so far. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, Oh, blue-haired old farts. Oh, Oh, boy. They're upset. They're very unhappy. Miami Beach is shaking. Oh, we thought we'd get rid of him finally. We want him off the air now. Get him off. Get him off. 
They're, exactly. they're whipping the radio with their canes. They're oh. having a nervous breakdown. They're attacking their neighbors with their walkers. <laughs> the beach is shuddering this Oh, morning. boy. There may be a minor tremor on the beach <laughs> and in Hallandale this morning. And I bet you who's really upset in North Bay Village. <laughs> Irving Schechtman oh. is probably having a nervous breakdown in North Bay Village, boy. He'll he, never be the same he again. He may have had something this morning. Yeah, <laughs> like about a gallon of prune juice. Won't help, Irving. You're never going to get it out of your system. Where, where did I hear? Oh, uh, when Larry King was on, who was talking who? about? Larry King was on the Hollywood Squares last week or something, and the question was... What's the question? What? Someone told you on the phone, right? No. What What city consumes the most prunes? We already heard that. Yeah. Okay. That's very was old. Was that on this show? It's not. It was from last week I heard it. I couldn't remember where I heard it. Sorry. I'll behave. Don't worry. I think they were right about one part of their uh, complaint. Okay, let's go to Boca first. Good morning. Do you like that tick, that little <laughs> click on the phone? Now, well, it's probably raining up there. They're not going to hold on. <laughs> North Miami, hello. Hello? Yes. Yeah, how you doing, Neil? Okay. Hey, listen, you're talking about coincidences today, right? Yeah. Well, I got a coincidence here. Did you ever see Stan Major and Bernard Melter together? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my good friend. <laughs> Boy, that is a very good point. I never did see him together. You know, and I figure he's got a doctor's appointment today. Maybe that's his excuse. Yeah, Dr. Bernard. <laughs> well, you saw what happened to Dr. Bernard. They put him out to pasture. Yeah, I wonder why. He was, you know, he's got to be one of the best on that talk, net. Oh, he was he was my favorite. He was cooking. Hello, my dear friend. <laughs> you can call me genius. You can call me friend. You can call me grandpa. <laughs> he was good. Yeah, the rest of them suck, too. <laughs> uh, what does that tell you about WOR in New York that they got Bernard Meltzer on every day? Boy. <laughs> yeah, well, they should take Bruce Williams and dump him out in the garbage, too. But never on a Tuesday. Today is Tuesday, Tuesday so Tuesday, leave, right? leave Bruce alone, will you please? He, uh, you know, every Tuesday he regresses <laughs> into that street talk. <laughs> he does. Uh, that's, a, that's a problem I have with my radio. You know, I listen to you in the morning, and then at nighttime when I go out, I turn on the radio, and there's Bruce on Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, you know, it adds another dimension to your life when you get when you get to get into his world with him, you know, and spin a few with dreams, and it adds a whole new dimension for you. Tackle again, you know? <laughs> okay. uh, sorry. Like a snake oil salesman. Everybody was going to behave today. I'm trying. Oh, okay. You know, you don't want to get thrown out now. Yeah, true. Because the, uh, okay, well, listen, have a great life, and uh, we'll see you on Tuesday. Congratulations. We'll see you next Tuesday. Hey, Tuesday. Okay. <laughs> Maybe he'll call us every week, only on Tuesday. I hope so. What's doing? What's doing? <laughs> Boy, I'll tell you, that guy is one of the great snake oil salesmen in, salesmen in the history of mankind. He really is. He's got a line of BS that uh -huh. is uh, unprecedented in the history of broadcasting. See, Richard is laughing because I think he rides the board on TalkNet at night. Oh, really? You know, normally. And he, he oh, here's Rasta with the mail. This ought to be good. The mail oh, came in right. a little early today. And, of course, uh, the audience gets really upset when we start reading the mail on the air. And today being a Tuesday, we don't usually get a lot of mail on Tuesday. Uh, a ticking but, box uh, Look again. at that. We didn't even get it in the box today. We just got it in his hands, so to speak. And uh, what is this? We have yeah. another box. Is this from the Bahamas? Oh, uh -oh. listen to that. Yeah, it says, rattle okay. What does that mean? <laughs> it's okay to rattle it. Oh, I see. I like the sounds of it. It's from Smith. I wonder if that's from Alfredo Smith at Calder. <laughs> I doubt it. I don't laugh. You don't even know who that is. <laughs> Alfredo used to be a jockey at Calder, and now uh, every once in a great while he pretends to still be. 
But, boy, we got some interesting stuff. Now, this feels interesting in this envelope, huh? <laughs> We're going to have a little uh, fun here this morning. We're going to play Squeeze the Envelope for about the next 25 minutes. You think there's anything good inside this one? Doubtful. I think you're wrong. I think there could be something really good in here. Ooh, look at that. It rattles also. Another box. What is this stuff? Oh, here's a cassette. Yeah, I tell you, it's, it's work. It's got all kinds of... No, it's not. It's got oh. all kinds of stuff on here. Can we play it on the air? Shoplifters. Wimpies. Crazy Commando. Frank Zappa. Yeah, we're going to play that on the air. That would be uh, <laughs> that would be the end. Okay, let's take another call or two. We do have an open line in Dade, by the way, at 624-9400. Got a caller on a mobile phone. Hello. Neil, how are you? Okay. Just uh, the first ten minutes of the show this morning, and I was curious uh, uh, whether or not they are restocking the racks. Uh, are you getting all the old goodies back or what? Well, I wouldn't go that far. We're not, uh, you know, there are a couple of things that uh, disappear that probably won't come back. But other than that, everything is just wonderful. Won't come back because you can't get a hold of them or they won't let you come back? They uh, have put them in the deep freeze. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I tell you about, uh, well, it had to be weeks, uh, weeks and weeks ago, I was able to get uh, uh, Walk with an Erection off the air uh, onto a cassette tape, which I keep uh, here in the van, and... Uh, Every once in a while, I put you guys down quiet when uh, you get a, a bozo on and sort of uh, refresh my memory. That's a great tune. <laughs> yeah, it is a classic. Well, that one might uh, walk back in here one day. You never know. That would be nice. That would, that would be real nice. Uh, you guys sound marvelous. Absolutely marvelous. Yeah, well, we feel marvelous today, sir. I'm glad to hear it. It's nice to be loved. It's nice to know that the... People stand way behind you with their full support. <laughs> way behind you. Does this, uh, this mean that uh, all the pressure's off and uh, all the wigs up there are uh, at their number one station in the U.S.? The wigs are all back in place, sir. They all look like Ben Franklin and George Washington on a bad day, and Elton John. Excellent. Well, you guys are <laughs> laughing, really, and... Uh, uh, not all the mobile callers are sued, okay? Yeah. No, every now and then we get a good one. All right. Keep up the good work. Please. Okay. Have a great day. Thank you. you too. Okay. Now, what is that? Seriously. In fact, most of the people I know who are Catholic long since gave it up, you know, because they got tired of going into the confessional and telling the uh, priest about all the um, little Thanks. things that they were they doing. Do, yeah. But, boy, the church itself, man, you talk about hypocrites and talk about narrow-minded authoritarian lunatics. Boy, they just uh, are going to cram anything down your throat that they can. Unbelievable. We at Delta Credit enjoy your show very much. Not a day goes by that we don't listen. Hmm. How do you like that? Be darned. I think that the I Love John, Paul, George, and Ringo bumper stickers are a great idea. There are five of us here that would like one. And great. it's got the name where we send them and it says, Have a Wonderful Life. Well, great. <laughs> Thank you, Leslie. And we'll send those out to you post-haste. Yes. And I told you, I saw my first bumper sticker last night on my way home. On, on a car, a, you mean? On a car, yeah. Yeah, if you're gonna get, if we're going to send you these bumper stickers, make sure to put them on your cars, would you please? Look great. Yeah, they do look good. Yeah. In fact, here's a little cartoon of the Pope right here. Shame on them. Okay, let's take some more calls. We don't want to just read the mail and put the audience into a coma, do we? We don't. Sure we do. <laughs> North Miami, hello. Uh, hello, Mel. Yeah. Yeah, I have this obsession. I just want to hear 
you guys, I'm even going to hang up. I want to hear you give the Bronx cheer to Jack Thompson. Is <laughs> that for me? That's my request. Or the fish cheer. Yeah. We also gave him the your number one in our book sign. <laughs> so, I don't really know what's wrong with this guy. You know, he doesn't have anything better to do or what? Evidently not. He must have a full life, as somebody I know would say. <laughs> Lord, a... Can you give me the definition? What's the difference between listening to a talk show and monitoring it? Well, what is the definition? No, monitor is like Big Brother. For example, if you had that, you know, if you ever read 1980 or saw 1984 or read the book, and there was the big eye in your bedroom and in every room in the house TV. watching you. Two-way TV. You see, they were monitoring. In other words, if you were doing a little hanky-panky in the bedroom, they weren't watching. They were monitoring. That doesn't really make sense, though, does Well, it? no, not really, but it sounds good. It sounds pseudo-intellectual. There's like a thin line between listening and monitoring. Exactly. Yeah. For example, if you were like a peeping Tom and you were looking in your next-door neighbor's window, you could say, I'm monitoring you, you know, that kind of stuff. And they'd still take you away and throw you in the yeah. slammer. See what's going on. You're not listening to the show to, you know, for your enjoyment. You're listening to the show to, to see what's going on on the show. Even though he probably is obsessed with him, listens every day, and gets some kind of excitement out of it. Absolutely. You bet. I mean, you know, he just sounds... Is his voice for real, too? I was going to ask you. I mean... <laughs> I don't know. He's monitoring us. Boy. I mean, this, uh, this guy needs close, serious stuff. Don't you think? Well, somewhere, anyway. Well, there's something wrong with him, yeah. Uh, well, don't lose any sleep over him, believe me. And I heard he's a retired attorney. Did you hear about that? He's no. not even an uh, uh, active attorney. I hear, right he's a re I hear he's a retired human being. <laughs> well, he's something. And, uh, you know, I I'd like to get a couple of guys that look like Rambo and go out and, you know. No, no, just uh, uh, you know. leave him alone. He's small potatoes. Yeah, that's true. Why should we even give him the credit? Exactly. exactly. I think yeah. everybody's really gave him too much credit because, like, Stan even said, well, there's this guy, Jack Thompson, and he's trying to get us off the air. I mean, this guy, you know, he's going to come out in the paper. I'm the one who got Neil Rogers off the air if he would have succeeded. You know? He's not, though. That's what he's trying to do. It's yeah. like beating up Muhammad Ali or something. Right. He won all the credit. <laughs> okay, well, listen, have a wonderful day. So as often as you can, keep giving him the Bronx cheer. It just turns me on. It does something for me. <laughs> and say, this is dedicated to Jack Thompson, and keep giving it to him off and on all day. Okay. Did you do that for me? Okay. <laughs> Thank you very See much. See you later. Look at this. Here's Rosemary in Miami Lakes. Wonderful. Good letter. Rosemary's almost perfect, although at the end of her letter she says, I also in like Glen Hill. <laughs> so you were doing great, Rosemary, till you got to that line, and then you kind of... Uh, you know this thing that they sent us at Hops? I've noticed every time I look at it, I think of Jack Thompson. I Do you really? I think there's anything to that. A little bit too big to remind <laughs> me of Jack. Good point. Okay, let's take our last break here. It's eight minutes before 11 at W. I want to thank May in Lauderhill for this neat little, uh, what would you call that? A thermometer. A thing. No, well, it's not a thermometer. It's got a thermometer on it, but it's a um, thing. Yeah, but it's... And it says, if you must smoke, please don't exhale. Well, I bet you somebody I know up in the front of the building would love to have that. <laughs> our general manager is a fanatic non-smoker anti-smoker yeah. not just a non-smoker there are a lot of us who are non-smokers but he's an anti-smoker militant i know hostile so that's why whenever you're upset you always go up there with a big with cigar, a huge cigar. stogie in your <clears throat> mouth and blow it in his face miami <laughs> coral gables hello hello hi um i have your quotation for you neil it's oh what a tangled web we weave when first we practiced... 2DC. That's yeah. excellent. That's the one. And uh, and um, the little bobbing trinket that you have there, is that called a Tom, Dick, or Harry? <laughs> Don't say it. 
All right, and, um... She's right on track. To the imagination, nothing. It's hopping. Sure, a little bobbing thingamajig. It's great. All right, and uh, I'm your uh, friendly fundamental Baptist, and uh, just thought I'd call in with your quotation, and now I can go on with my life. You're going to stay here, be here, and I'm very happy about that. Great. Well, listen, have a wonderful life. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. What was so funny about that? What just happened on the phone now? Look at that. Oh, we haven't had a situation like that on the phone in months. It must be Richard's doing something up there in the uh, control room. Look at that. Like almost all, just right there when she left, all the lines were lit, and now, like, most of them are gone. Yeah, they're back. See, they're back. What happened to them? Was that a glitch? Is yeah. Southern Bell sabotaging our phones? Of course. Of course. Of course. Or is that electrician monkeying around in the back there again? Boy, that guy's dangerous. There are phone guys in the buildings. Uh, yeah. Oh, they're, they're changing systems. the phone system. So all phones. you people out there in the audience, if you get disconnected or hung up on, don't get mad at us. Don't yeah. blame us. We're nice guys. Blame these maniacs who are putting in this phone system. That's exactly what they I are. I hope they really get... They are doing it. I and know. I hope they really get into it heavily like Friday, because that's the day my vacation starts. <laughs> and you ought to have a wonderful time. Aren't you going to be doing the show Friday? Looks like it. Great. Well, I hope you have a ball here. It ought to be a lot of fun. Thanks. What? You're going to be doing some shows, too, aren't you? Like one, at least. Like one. Like well, one. let's not overdo it. <laughs> yeah, Monday. <laughs> Next Monday. <laughs> or maybe Tuesday. Maybe yeah. he would be good on Tuesday, I yeah. think. Yeah, one or the other. He could call up Bruce Williams, and they could do a two-man show. They could <laughs> do... Tell everybody, hey, get yourself an attorney. Dumb Bruce Williams jokes. <laughs> that would be a good show. Okay, here he is, Mr. Uh, attorney himself, Mr. Dumb Joke um, himself, Michael Wolf with the headlines, <laughs> World News from CBS at 11, and we'll come back at 11.06. Lines in Dade. I don't understand what's happening here this morning, do you? They're just uh, like here one minute and they're all gone the next. It's like, well, a big crisis is over. Screw him now. You know, like, uh, what kind of attitude is that? Unbelievable. 624-9400 in Dade. And I have the greatest card in the history of all of our mail right here, Cat Recipes. And on the front of the card, it shows a picture of a real ugly cat. It says, from this to this. And then it shows something on a cracker. Easy to make, easy to bake, see recipes inside. And you open up the card, and the four recipes are for Kitty Fritters, Kit and Canary Quiche, Curried Cat, and Rotisserie rotisserie Chinese cat. And to give you an idea, I want to get the cat lovers real excited. The rotisserie Chinese cat. It says, this is a splendid recipe developed for use with modern electric rotisseries. When, the, when done, the cat should be crisp on the outside and almost jet black. And it has the ingredients, one five to six pound cat, salt and parsley to taste, a quarter cup molasses, Chinese brands preferred, half a cup of soy sauce, quarter cup of sherry, and a small clove of garlic. One, wash and clean cat, being certain to dry well, <laughs> well inside and out. Sprinkle the cat cavity with salt and insert the parsley. Trush the cat securely. Fold the legs under and tie close to the body. Tie the hind legs together, then bring the tail across the chest and tie securely around the neck. Make sure that all legs are tight so as not to break off during cooking. Two, combine remaining ingredients in a saucepan and heat over the flame for five minutes. Three, insert spit rod through cat cavity, balancing it carefully. And four, roast until tender about two hours, basting every 15 minutes. When done, drumstick meat is tender when touched. <laughs> oh, boy, this is my favorite. 
and I heard some old bag calling uh, Alice. It was his only, he had like 10 minutes in his show left yesterday. It was the only call that he could buy, and she was going on a sued old bag from New York about, uh, well, she heard that some of these hosts don't like cats, and only crude people don't like cats. Those of us who love cats are smarter. Oh, boy, she was great. So I hope she's listening today, and I hope she's got her microwave all worked up. Let's go to Sunrise. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Good morning. How are you doing? Oh, I'm a toy salesman, and uh, I keep hearing this sound in the background on your show today. Yeah. And I've got an interesting story about those uh, little... Richards, as yeah. you call them, mm-hmm. um, the guys won't touch them. The girls love them. They'll grab them. They'll wind them up. They'll watch them hop. They'll scream. But absolutely no reaction from the guys. I know some guys who touch them. Well, some guys. I'm just, in general, <laughs> general speaking, it's never 100%. <laughs> as you can tell, uh, some of your listening audience, uh, Hepperman, uh, Thompson, yeah. etc. But I'm in 100% support of you. Glad things are going a lot better. And keep up the good work. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay. Can't imagine why the women in South Florida would do that, because most of them are lesbians anyway. We've already decided that. So, um, well, maybe it's kind of an S&M thing. Hollywood, hello. Yeah, Neil. Yeah. I just tuned in. wanted to see how the uh, big powwow went this morning with the uh, upper echelon from up north. Why didn't you tune in at 10 o'clock? I was in my office working as soon as I got... That's no That's no excuse. <laughs> uh, just, just concerned... Uh, Hello, listeners, and uh, mind saying it again? Everything is just sensational. They love me. I have the full support and all of that other good stuff. All right. Well, I'm real glad to hear that. There may be one or two things that we won't be hearing again, but, uh, you know, life goes on. That's right. It's uh, Some of Neil Rogers is better than none at all. Exactly. And That's what I told them. I was going to ask you, did you... Uh, okay, good. You put them in their place, then. Or did you have to? Well, it was. I, I described it as a spirited meeting. I think that's a very diplomatic way of describing it. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I'm I'm real glad to hear it worked out and um, keep keep it up. Keep oh. doing a good job. Okay. Listen. It. We'll try. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Bye. Twelve minutes past eleven at WINZ, an open line in Broward five two four. 9,400. Where did uh, you-know-who disappear to? He's just uh, erratic. He just flies around like a butterfly. In fact, there's a great recipe in here that I think he would really enjoy. He could even be a part of it. It's called Kit and Canary Quiche. It says, this is very special pie, long a favorite in France, is only now gaining popularity in America. It may be served either as an appetizer or a luncheon dish. And one of the ingredients for the recipe is one plucked and deboned canary, which I think would be sensational, or maybe just a small vulture would do. Kit and canary quiche. Did you hear the recipe for rotisserie Chinese cat? Yes, I did. Delicious. They were trying to pluck me out in the hall. Do you uh... see this? From this to this. <laughs> oh, you got it. I wish we had TV. Easy to make, easy to bake. From that ugly cat to a beautiful little dish. <laughs> In just a matter of minutes. And you open the bottom of the card, it has a big meow. Some people are upset about this. Are they really? Oh, yeah. We have cat lovers in the building? Not in the building, but in the audience. Oh, we've already gotten calls? No. But then how do you know people are upset about it? Trust me. That old bag that called Alice yesterday, she's upset. There are some other radio stations in town. You know, like uh, stations where they play your voice? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which one could that be? <laughs> I don't know, but... Uh... They may flip their noodle over this, huh? 
fact, maybe noodles ought to be flipped over very lightly <laughs> and then breaded and cooked to a to a turn, oh. to a crisp turn. God, I'd love to do that. I like crisp stuff, you know, like when you bake something like honey, like a um, Me too. like prime rib yeah. when you get the end cut exactly. and it's real crisp yeah. on the end, you know. <laughs> That's how I like my stuff cooked. We have the microwave, the wind's microwave. We don't have any food coming in here today, I hope. No. Thank God. You want me to go get some? No. <laughs> enough is enough already. Oh, and by the way, I was in, uh, you better write this on the log again, Frascotti's last night. Mm. Up there in um, Tamarack. Yeah. In that hillbilly kind of strip shopping center. What a fine place that is. And they're open for lunch now. And they, um, yeah. you know, and I just mentioned that in passing. <laughs> Because I pay when I go in there. I don't get any freebies. You can go to the bank on that. But they're open for lunch now, they told me, and I thought I would mention that. Great. Is that okay? It's I mean, we wrote news. it on the log. Great news. F-R-A-S-C-A-T-I. Frascatties. Frascatties. <laughs> <laughs> if my friends at Frascatties are listening, maybe you could prepare some of these delicious delicacies that we've been reading about, like curry, curried cat and kitty fritters, you know, like on the lunch menu, some lighter fare, you know. Mm-hmm. Because I saw a couple of um, real mangy-looking cats running around outside. Maybe they can, uh, you know, dig Sounds something good up. To me. Absolutely. Sure beats Poe, folks. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Miami Beach. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes. Uh, did you know that the American Christian Cause is sending out petitions to stop ABC, CBS, and NBC? It's a war on godly values. It seems that uh, that picture, I think it, it has the uh, oh, down um, <coughs> there, and he gets drunk, and they're against it. Yeah. So, okay, uh, well, listen, I sure appreciate the uh, information. <laughs> Miami, hello. Hello? Yes. Oh, this is great. I've been trying to call you to support your cause, and I also wanted to know if you got my letter with the clipping from the Anchorage, Alaska newspaper. I sure did. Boy, we made it all the way to Anchorage, and that Neanderthal didn't even know what my name was. I, well, I guess he didn't want to give you that much... Uh, publicity, yeah. Publicity, yeah. Well, but we I thought it was real interesting. We, we were on vacation. We a big signal in Anchorage. We were <laughs> also in a little town called Homer, which is, you know, as you would expect in Alaska, it's a little fishing village. And we're having breakfast, and behind us, there were people from Hallandale. Wow. <laughs> and we turned around really fast to see if the sweet and low was disappearing. But, yeah, uh, I bet you that's where all that Alaskan <laughs> silverware came from. <laughs> what were you doing in Alaska, ma'am? It was a vacation. Oh, yeah. I used to I'll live bet. I used to live up there, you know. Really? No. I lived there for two years. Are you serious? That's Fairbanks. what it was. Fairbanks. That's it's, what it there was. There are a lot of birds nesting up there. <laughs> See, when you live in that real super cold weather for long enough, it like freezes up parts of your brain and they never thaw out again. Well, maybe it helps you keep longer. <laughs> yeah, it does. It's a matter of Yeah, time. exactly. It's like uh, sometimes here in this studio, like we're aging meat in here or something. Well, Glenn, have you tried any of those sunflower seeds yet? <laughs> no answer. He's just... Uh, <laughs> what are you talking about? He's just giggling. That was in my letter, too, about the kind of bird seeds that help oh. birds to chirp more melodiously. <laughs> no, I haven't tried any yet. <laughs> I think some of those would be great in that uh, curried cat recipe that would have been perfect. <laughs> now, there's a thought. Yeah, with the parsley and the uh, curry powder and a few sesame seeds. That would be great. <laughs> anyway, I, I'm going to make a tape of my bird. Yesterday, he was listening to you, and he was just chirping away like crazy and whistling and saying his name over and over again. I 
Now, what is his name? Is my bird's name? Yeah. Boy George. <laughs> he's uh, he's quite a bird. Boy George. <laughs> I bet he, I bet he rides his perch side saddle, huh? Sometimes. The message coming on the screen. They are requesting. What is this request hour again? Oh, they want to hear the uh, crepitation oh. contest. I haven't had time to put that on tape. I was in a meeting till two minutes before I came on the air. Now, do we dare play that tomorrow, tomorrow Bob? Okay, yeah, tomorrow when he's safely. There's on. nothing wrong with that record. It's funny. It's just got a few <laughs> sounds in it. Like there's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> I heard part of it. It's hilarious. Oh, it's incredible. Well, I just wanted to congratulate you on winning, and uh... on winning what? Well, you get to stay here. Oh, is that winning or is that losing? <laughs> I think that's debatable, to be honest with you. I thought you liked South Florida. I'm not going anywhere. I do like it here. I love it. The climate is great, and the people are so friendly and so sociable. And <laughs> nice. It's great. They're so courteous. Everybody is so progressive yeah. here. We've got a wonderful governor, and uh, the politicians are all so sharp, and it's great. It's... I like the way how courteous everyone is on the expressway. Exactly, and they all are such expert drivers here. It's great. What, could, what the hell could anybody want? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? In L.A., they shoot each other. Exactly. That's a more Precisely. <laughs> it's the only thing we're missing. <laughs> they used to do that here. I think that'll be next week, probably. <laughs> you know. We like to copy anything they do in California. Well, all the trends start out there. In you the bet. East. Yeah. Okay. Well, listen. Uh, yeah, it hurts. That's what the comment is. It hurt. Well, have a wonderful day. And a great life. And we'll see you on uh, the Sawgrass Expressway. Okay. Okay. Bye. See, that's a good thing on the... ...5 at WYNZ. Don't forget, Stan Major is going to be along, and he's going to give you a play-by-play. He's probably taping the conversation in the doctor's office today. And he's uh, going to give you a play-by-play of everything that went on. There's no question about it in my mind. Okay, What now what happened to our guest? You notice, when you don't want him in here, you can't get rid of him. On those days when you have something specific that you were going to ask him, he just he's like a butterfly today. He's here one minute, he's gone the next. He's like the callers. Can't believe these people here today. They're just um, hopeless, absolutely hopeless. The door of the studio swings open, and there he is. What, what, are we, what is this today? You want us to beg you? I mean, most days we can't get rid of you. They hate you. I'm doing work. <laughs> Good story. Well, if anybody in this you audience believes that. that, I don't buy that for a minute. Unprecedented in his lifetime, he's doing work. Now, the question I wanted to ask, we do have a another, now that the big crisis is over, we have a mini crisis. A little we? crisis. What? Like Friday, I'm going on vacation for 10 oh, days, okay. and there's like... Um, no, it's okay. Well, there are whole di- all different aspects to It'll this be question. All right. There It'll are be several all right. different aspects to the question, like where am I going? Yeah, well, See, up until up until like an hour and a half ago, I didn't even know for sure what to do. You know, that's why we haven't. And John and his mother are going to Hawaii. Right. And we hope they have a wonderful time. We spoke to him this morning, the, and um, the reason life this goes is on. not all planned out is because it vacillated. I mean, it was it was changing from day to day. One day you were going, next day you weren't going. It hurt. So I waited until this till all the dust settled. It hurt. And uh, it's going to all fall together. Don't worry. Yeah. We'll work on it the rest of this week. Everything will be fine. Life will go on. It'll be okay. But where am I going? That would be a good question for the audience, wouldn't it? You were going to postpone this. There are several time. people in there who uh, have a suggestion. I'm not postponing anything. Okay. I just said that on the air in a moment of um, I know crisis. In a moment of crisis. You don't run away in the middle of a crisis. 
I know. If we were still in the middle of a full-blown crisis, then I would stay. I know. And we're not. Okay. Crisis has passed. It'll be fine. Everybody loves me. I'll do Friday's show. It's like when a general manager of a baseball team gives, like when George Steinbrenner gives his manager a vote of confidence. Yeah. And like three days later, they get fired. Spindell's going to do Saturday. Oh, boy. Can I reconsider this? (laughs) Only kidding, Mike. Why is he so sensitive? Why doesn't he cut that out? Mike Wolf's going to do a show. If Tom Jacob gets back from L.A. in time, he's going to do a show. And what if he doesn't? Then he won't. (laughs) Good thinking. How about Linda Thornton? She could do a show. I don't think she wants to. I don't think she wants to uh, (laughs) come into this. No, no, I don't know. I'm just kidding. I'll ask her. That hurt. I'm just kidding around, Linda. I'll ask her. I See, think you, uh, you have so much BS that it's unbelievable. One day you're telling me she's just fine. Everything she is, is fine. She loves you. She does. Everything's great. Everything's copacetic. I was just kidding. She wrote that great article last week that Gary got hysterical about, about the FM doing talk and all this, all this she does wild love you. theories and so she on. She loves you. So what's the problem? There is no problem. I was just joking. Honest. See, now I know what the audience means when they're not sure if I'm joking or if I'm serious. Because with you, that's the convenient cop-out. Yeah, you're Every the one. Every time you make some outrageous, you're the subhuman one. statement. You're the one who... Subhuman. And then, oh, I was just joking. <laughs> I was. When he gets caught with a nervous cackle. I was just kidding around. So that's like a couple of shows. And what else? Who else are you going to bring in here? We can oh. replay the best of Colonel North. Oh, uh, that's a couple days. We're going to do that. No, we're not. <laughs> Over my dead body, we'll do that again. Oh, who knows what'll happen. It'll be all right. It'll all fall together. Sure. <laughs> Bring a couple of people off the street. <laughs> We're going to go down Chris to from Mississippi Kmart. Is yeah. coming back. He can do a show. We're going to go down to Kmart. Uh, I think Bobby's going to do a show. Bobby could do a show, of course. In fact, he's coming in tomorrow. I can start my vacation early. <laughs> That's right. I wouldn't. Uh, I would not be away from here though when Bobby comes. Who else he's would a good you? Guy. Uh, he's a good see. guy. Bobby. Yeah, I know. Who else would you like to do the show? That's all he is. He's a good guy. Just I'll, a friend. That's I'll all call, it is. Uh, I know. I'll call Michelle. This Unfortunately. Afternoon. Uh, this afternoon, I'll call Michelle. See Good. if you'd like to do a show. Who of else? Of course. Ann Bishop Ann could do Bishop. a show. <laughs> Who are some of she our other She could do a show on truck driving. <laughs> it's a topic we've never touched on this show. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> See, Noodles the Cat, I think, will be in Friday. Donald could come in and do a show with Get Noodles? serious. Oh, we would love that. Oh, you bet. He has a crush on this show. I know. He does. You specifically. Not me. I think he's being crushed by that show, but that's another story. I think they're crushing themselves. <laughs> they're just really disorganized. Well, he there, is you know? no help. I Far be it from oh. me to talk about other shows in the market. But, However, uh, <laughs> let's take a call from Lighthouse Point. Maybe they got some good ideas for my vacation. Hello. Hey, guy. Um, I was calling about the crepitation contest, but you already answered that, but I didn't want to hang up. Uh... Yeah, I really apologize because I had every intention of playing it today, but uh, it's about a 15 or even a 20-minute cut, and it's got to go on a cassette. And I was tied up in that monumental meeting until about two minutes after 10 and came rushing in here. So. Well, I first heard that about 16 years ago. Do you know how old that is? When I was about 20 years, 20 years old? No, it's from 1933. Are you kidding? It's like 54 years old. I can't believe it, but that's what they said. It is so funny. Mm -hmm. And all of you out there in Radio Land, if you're driving down 95 when he plays it, pull over. They'll be on the floor. It's, (laughs) It's hysterical. A uh, previous uh, year's winner uh, is disqualified at the end uh, because, uh, let's say, he had a run of bad luck. Yeah. 
And um, I'm looking forward to hearing it. Okay. Tomorrow for sure. Uh, any idea what time? I guess I'll just listen all day. How's that? Okay, that's a good idea. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. Nancy needs what? <coughs> oh, bumper stickers. Okay, boy, I'm cho I'm not even smoking a cigar, and I'm smoking. It's catching from Major. Have you noticed how he chokes on the air all the time? I keep telling the man. Enough with it. It's one thing to smoke a little, a nice, extra light, mild cigar, but he smokes these big, disgusting, gut-rotting, oh, like smoking an H-bomb. Yeah, those of you who've ever seen those foot-long hot dogs that they've got, and don't start getting carried away, um, that's what those cigars look like. I mean, those are just... Bombs is what they are. And all during the show, you hear him, <coughs> you know, when is he going to cut it out? And today he's at the throat doctor of all things. Shame on you, Stan. Miami Beach, hello. Hello, Dale. How are you? Okay. Don't pick on the bird. When he takes off, he's running around from one branch to another. I know, flitting around. He's flitting, right. Neil, did they get the, the head honchos? Did they give you any indication of the pros and cons? You know, the telephone calls and the letters? Oh, I didn't ask him that because I don't care about that. I'm not interested in that. I mean, the, you know, only barometer are the ratings and the number of people who are listening to the show. I don't care about that. But they obviously were overwhelmingly favorable. Yeah, because I called up and I sent a letter and I... Listened. Well, I appreciate that. They wanted KAT and they couldn't do that to me. Take you off the air. Yeah. Now, listen, did anybody ever tell you about Mr. Rico wants to engage you in a debate? And if need be, he'll come to your studio to do so. Boy, you talk about desperation. You know, Mr. Ego, I hear through the... In fact, this is something we were going to get into yesterday, and it slipped my mind, one of the rumors I was talking about. But the rumor is that Mr. Ego is not too happy over there in the Isle of uh, you-know-what. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well... Couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Oh, he's disgusting. I remember him from Orlando, where he was fired out of three jobs. Mm-hmm. Just hit it lucky when he came here. Well, you know, he just he hit it lucky because he moved into a station that already had a well-established audience, and he benefited from that. And because Dopey Arantel gave him the job. Yeah. Right? And with no competition, he didn't even get a decent rating all exactly. the time. Exactly. And now things are not so rosy over there. So I think that in spite of all of that money, he's going to find that the short term may not have been such a great idea. Uh, Neil, do you have any idea how long his contract is? Three years. Three years? Yeah. 200 big ones? Well, don't be so sure about that part of it. Well, they'll rue the day. I guarantee you. Well, when the next book comes out, there are going to be a lot of people ruining the day. Yeah, right. So he wants to debate me on what? He didn't say, but he just would like to debate you. Yeah, tell him there's a fat chance. Even Dane to come over to your studio. Oh, sure. He's inviting himself, kind of like Jack Sullivan. He wants Jack Thompson. He wants to invite himself on the show. Huh? Well, I knew you wouldn't do it, and no if chance. you ever did, you would vanquish him. No way. Be sorry for that. Okay. Thanks very much, and I'm glad you're here, and you stay here for forever. Life is wonderful. Right. Okay. See, see you later. So Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hello. Hi. Um, congratulations that you're still here. I'm glad Thank you didn't you. Well, into the uh, fanatics. How about that? Yeah, I think it's wonderful. Um, I just wanted to ask you a couple of questions, though. Um, did you, uh, you could have gone anywhere you wanted at this point, I think, if things had gone for the worse. Well, I kind of indicated that to them, yes. Um, you keep, but you keep saying how quote unquote wonderful the Miami, South Florida area is, and yet you. I didn't say that. I didn't <laughs> say that. Don't put words in my mouth. Well, 
Well, then you were saying how great everything was and how courteous the drivers were. Oh, I was just—I was being—I was being sarcastic about that. You took that seriously? No, I, I know you were being sarcastic. Oh, okay. You're still here. Yeah. <laughs> if you could have gone anywhere. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're here. I just wanted to know why you were... Because I like the weather. I lived up north for 30 years, and I don't like that weather. <laughs> I can't handle it. I really can't. Mm -hmm. And after you've lived in Florida for a few years, your blood thins out. Oh, yeah. And when you go back up north and you get just a couple of those chilly days, you're like on the verge of pneumonia. And I don't think I could survive that again. Yeah, I know. I was from New York myself. You know, all the young pe all the young people that were born here and have grown up here and lived most of their lives or all of their lives here, they don't know how lucky they are. I mean, they, oh, ha they, have, they have missed a lot of other things, but, but as far as the climate is concerned and as far as the wear and tear on your body, boy, I'll tell you, that's, it's a killer. Mm -hmm. um, one other question, though. My husband wants to know that if he could send in a tape, if he sent in a blank tape, um, he'll pay any amount of money, like, you know, he'll, he'll pay money to have any of the band, quote-unquote band songs. No, he doesn't have to pay money. Just have him send us a cassette. We've got a whole bunch of stuff we'll put on there for him. He especially wants to hear the I-95. It's on, it's on there. <laughs> Shall I say the word? Sure. Okay, I'll say it. He wants to hear the I-95 asshole. <laughs> it's on there. But, um, okay. So well, where do I send it to her? Can I just get the address off the phone book? Or? No, W-I-N-Z, uh -huh. Miami, hmm? 33055. 33055. And just put attention the bird. <laughs> okay? Okay. Okay. And I'm glad you're back. Thanks a lot. so glad. Thank Thanks. you so much. One of the best things to happen to radio down here, bar none. Thanks. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. 24 till noon at WINZ. Look at all this good stuff. What is that? Oh, that, now that is dirty. Okay, we can't describe that. That's for Stan. No, no. This one's for Stan. Another Happy one's man. For Stan. This is, what do you do with this? You don't wear this around your neck, do it's you? It's a keychain, isn't it? Oh, it's a keychain. Isn't that cute? Boy, they're doing dirty things in there. We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> See, we don't do that stuff on this show. In it says, spite of take what it to say. Calder for luck. And look what they're doing. Oh, now this one is cute. <laughs> look at that. <laughs> oh, it moves. It's a moving one, and they're doing some wild stuff on this, uh, whatever this is, on this keychain. <laughs> look at that. Now, who is this for? Oh, this you. This is for me to take to Calder for good luck. And where's the one for that Stan? That one's for me, and, and here's Stan. It's still... Excellent. Oh, that's the one that's got nobody on the other end of it. <laughs> Just Stan. Okay, let's take a break. It's 23 before noon at WINZ, and we'll come right back. 20 minutes before noon. We have another break this hour, right? No, that's it. We did it all. Boy, he is just so um, efficient. Efficient. I mean, mm -hmm. almost to a fault. Only kidding now. Just kidding. Cheerful and efficient. Exactly. We <laughs> have a letter here to you, which is really astonishing, from the desk of John Cipriano in Boca. Yep. Mr. Glenn Hill, WINZ Miami. Dear Mr. Hill, I am appalled at these sleazy jokes that have been aired about Pope John Paul II by your blank disc jockey, Neil Rogers. I do not listen to your radio station and would not have known of this scum had I not read it in the newspaper. I will write to the advertisers and let them know how I feel as well. Signed, John Cipriano, Boca Raton. How do you like that? Doesn't even listen to the station, allegedly. <laughs> Read something in the newspaper, and now is going to write letters to the advertiser. And I'm sure the advertisers are really concerned about people who don't even listen to the station. <laughs> I mean, that's clout. You know what I'm saying? Now, what's sleazy stuff about the Pope? The Pope smokes dope. The Pope smokes dope. God gave him the grass. The Pope smokes dope. 
Okay. <laughs> oh, this call from Boca could be Mr. Cipriano. Hello, John. No, this isn't John. Okay, sorry. Okay. Well, I was taking a chance. I don't have the I don't have the uh, intensity that John does. Okay. <laughs> I'm caller. Are you appalled? Yes, I'm definitely appalled, and I'm Peter, Mary, and John too. Good. <laughs> anyway, I like Glenn. I think he's a great addition to the show. Well, nobody's perfect. <laughs> I'm a little disappointed, Neil, though. I think that uh, as far as Gilbertson's concerned, I think he kind of gave in to him. On what? Well, I, I think I see, I, you know, as I've listened to you for, you know, I guess ever since I've been down here at nighttime and now in the daytime. And I think, you know, over the last couple of weeks you've been talking about this situation with Maine. Everybody's writing those letters and you talked about this big meeting. And I think that you came out of the meeting, and I get the impression just in listening to you that uh, you had to give in to a lot of their demands. On what? See, the tone, I just did. On what? The tone of the show is not what it was. Well, I just, I think. The tone of the show is not what it was? I've just, I've just come back from about three days of almost a nervous breakdown. I understand. And I'm trying listen. to come back into some kind of sense of, um, Humanity, and you're telling me the tone isn't what it was. In what respect? Oh, it's different. Well, I think first of all, you, you know, they've eliminated a lot of your cart. You know, you can't play a like lot. Like how of, many? Think, how many? Well, I, I can't count them. I don't know. I just don't only two that I know of. Well, I think there's a lot of them that, I, that you're not going to be able to play. Like I what? Think. What would you like to hear? <laughs> like what? I hear the I-95 song. No, that's the that's one of the two. Oh, okay. I mean, two carts are not going to make the whole show. This show was on long before we ever played that record. Well, I just think that, uh, you know, I came down from New York and, uh, you know, management, I got to the point I was in top management. I wasn't uh, CEO, but I was in top management. Yeah. And they always beat you down, and I finally started my own business, and I just think... Well, I'm ready. Listen, if you want to underwrite it, I'm, I'm a great fan of yours, obviously, and I just think that these these, these people and the top management, uh, you know, they're going to win because they own the goddamn thing. Well, there's no question about that. I mean, you know, you can uh, compromise to a point, but in the long run, they've got the upper hand. They own it. Yeah, well, that, that's that's the bottom line. As I say, it's a shame because I think, you know... But I don't think there's any shame. I don't think we've lost anything. I mean, well, first of all, the I-95 record was played 8 million times. I understand that, yeah. And if, and if it's the difference between that and my just starting all over again someplace else, I'm not going to worry about that. I mean, if, if if my whole career was hanging on that record, then I wouldn't have very much going for me. Right. I understand that. And certainly it's not. All I'm saying is that I just see a difference in the tone, and it's going to be over the course of the next couple of weeks. You know, I'm going to see it. But I'm just one listener. I'm just saying that I... I, I, don't, I don't see any difference in the course of the tone of the show. I mean, you know, in fact, I'm, it almost is like I'm back in that meeting again because mm -hmm. what got me upset was I kept hearing these generalities and I kept asking for specifics and he couldn't give me any. And you're doing the same thing about the tone. Yep, what tone? What is it we're not talking about? Yeah. I mean, you know, the fact is I didn't go to Winn-Dixie last night, so I didn't have, <laughs> don't have any stories to tell today, you know. Right. But if I had something to tell you, it would be there, believe yeah. me. I, th I think it's too early to panic, sir. Okay. Well, well, no, let's all panic. I enjoy when everybody panics. That's a lot of fun. I'm not panicking. Well, why not? Come on. It would be a lot of fun if we could all panic. Oh, now, now you don't have to start getting smart at it. I'm not smart. I'm just having some fun with you. Now, don't, well, now you're like getting that. upset. Think, you're getting uptight. I think that's a sound remark that he makes. It's too early to make a decision, but okay. I just noticed just in the last two days. I know two or three days ago, this, this Gilbertson was going to come down here, and this guy, Tom. Uh-oh. That was good, wasn't it? That was great. Yeah. Well, the tone of that call changed. <laughs> He's right what he said. Well, yeah, but, but we I mean, can't you know, we can't that word uh, on put that on the air, and I'm not going to put him back on because the guy's getting worked up into a frenzy and yeah. obviously has a great sense of humor. <laughs> he 
completely misunderstood. Yeah, serious, will you please? Just yeah. why? Yeah, things have he been... He is panicking, isn't he? Let's yeah. panic. Yeah. There's panic in the streets at W-I-N-Z. Let's all panic. Come the, on. The show has been different the last couple of days. Because we've been well, yeah, up crises. until today because we have been uh, didn't even know what the hell was going on. But and now the crisis is all over and changing underwear a lot. And we're going to go back to... No we exactly. are back to Now normal. we're going to put on our old underwear. Exactly. So don't come near the building. <laughs> let's let's go to Hialeah. Hello. Neil. Yes. How are you? Okay. Well, things going there. Okay. What happened there? You you had your finger somewhere where it couldn't hit that button right away, huh? You didn't hear what he said, did well, you? Well, he was on hold. No, it oh. wasn't on the ear. You oh, heard yeah. it on hold. It yeah. was not on the ear. Hold, huh? Yeah. Okay, so you had the quick finger. Oh, yeah. Right. Let's not get into that, sir. <laughs> Let me ask you, Glenn, how you doing? Great. Is this deep throat? No, not at all. Orlando, remember? Orlando? Tony, remember I... Tony Orlando. And how how's Don? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no relation. Remember when you got me Lynn's number we talked a long time ago? Oh, sure. Yeah, I said hello. Neil, listen, I wanted to... Oh, yeah, I know who this is. This is Orlando. Good. By the way, I put in a good word for you. Great. Oh, wait a minute. Look, at this one moves, too. Did you see that? <laughs> I can't believe it. We're looking at these keychains, boy. I bet you'd like one of these. Oh, yeah, I've seen those before. They do some wild things. I can imagine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Neil, is it safe to say that uh, and if the crisis you do them, is more or less over? If you do them long enough, your key pops right off the chain. I can't believe it. Yeah, the crisis has passed. Is it really? Yeah. That's good, because I was in, in a panic stage myself, but I was way down in Broward, and I just didn't get a chance to get off the car and, and give you... Well, any time I get into Broward, I go into a panic stage. And, of course, <laughs> living there, you know, that explains a lot. <laughs> me both. Yeah. So I'm glad to hear that everything is fine. In fact, well, well let, me ask, let me ask you a question. Do you think the tone of the show has changed? Not at all. Not at all. In fact, I was glad to hear that everything is just the way it used to be. I think so. Yeah. No, the last caller, I think, is a little bit premature. Yeah, you can see him. Yeah. I think he got it wrapped up in himself, and before you know it, he was going way off the handle. Yeah, right. he got carried away. Yeah. Well, he's emotional, you know. Yeah, no, nah, don't worry about it. You guys are doing a heck of a job. In fact, I think it would have been a panic stage if those people had done what they wanted to do, you know, as far as banning whatever you're doing. I think everybody would have really gone off the deep six. Yeah. I was ready for it. Well, if the guy thinks the tone has changed, I'm going to solve that, because at noon, <laughs> I'm going into the WINZ kitchen. Yeah. And we have one machine that's got food that's guaranteed to make you sick, okay? <laughs> and there's one thing that's... Pork and beans. For no, oh, that's in there, too, but I've got better than that. I've got the W-I-N-Z meatball mozzarella sandwich in there, right which you put in the microwave the normal, along yeah. with your favorite cat. And I'm going to tell you, those <laughs> things make me so sick that I could just go... So that'll make it better for him. Great. Guaranteed tone changer. You got it. Let me ask you, you know, I was thinking in memory of this Mr. Jack Thompson, which sounded like a fool every time I heard him on the radio... I was thinking about taking my dog and shaving his rear end, <laughs> taking a picture and making it a commemorative post. <laughs> that would be great. Great idea. I think we'd probably get some um, artist out there to make a big poster sure. of that. We could, to do something good. cute with it, so to speak. Yeah, we need something to remember Jack by. Yeah, that would be good. I think that would work out well. In fact, I think he might even like it so much you could turn him into business cards. Probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For all of his clients, you bet. Exactly, you know. They probably would recognize themselves, too. Yeah. <laughs> Well, gentlemen, it's a pleasure hearing both of you, and I'm glad to hear that everything is going to go just like it's been going. Well, we'll get the tone changed back. No, no, no keep the tone. I'm going to lie out in the sun and get my tone, you know, like to a, a light chocolate, you know. By the way, you taking off Friday? You going on vacation? Yeah, I'm going away. Where do you think would be a good place to go? How about New Orleans? Might not be bad for a couple of days. I heard hot it's flooding there. around there, though, isn't it? It's hot. It's hot. Real hot. It's humid. Yeah. Humid there. I'm going down to the Keys with a bunch of people. Why don't you join us down there? Oh, I'll pass on that. I don't want to spoil my image. <laughs> Okay, have a great day. Thank you both. Good luck. Bye-bye.
Now, where would be a good place? I, you know, every time I bring this thing up, boy, it goes over like a pregnant pole vaulter on a hot July day in New Orleans. They just will not talk about it. Well, this is not a traveling crowd. No. you got to understand that the traveling people are all gone. They're all out of town right now. <laughs> yeah, a lot of our younger of people have gone off to school. You do realize that. Stan mentioned that to me the other day, and it's a good point. Yeah. Uh, we have lost a lot mm -hmm. of that younger crowd. has gone off to college. Mm -hmm. In fact, yesterday there were a couple of people who called to say goodbye. Mm -hmm. So if any of our young listeners, our college-age type listeners, want to call in to say adios, arrivederci. <laughs> We can wish them good luck they'll and be back, uh, tell them to reconsider. Yeah, they'll be back. I mean, what kind of loyalty is that? Why don't they stick around and support this show? <laughs> this is much more important. I mean, who the hell needs them going off to Tallahassee and Gainesville and it's like the silly people Auburn, who, Mississippi. It's like the silly can you see going to school in Auburn, Mississippi, or is it Auburn, uh, Alabama? I don't. Is it in Alabama? Auburn. It's Alabama, isn't know. it? I don't even. I think so. Or is it Mississippi? We'll have I, to call up Chris and find out. <laughs> Auburn, Mississippi. Yeah, I think so. That's what yeah. I originally said. But yeah. that doesn't sound right. Does Auburn, it? Alabama. That sounds know. right. They both sound right. <laughs> I know. They both sound Well, yeah, right. they're both the same anyway. You know, they're Who like cares? North Florida. Yeah. Why would any, any young person want to go off there? Somebody went to Auburn? Auburn. Somebody went there. Alabama. Burt Jones went there, I think. No, he went to LSU. But that's the same thing. That's like in Baton Rouge, isn't it? Baton Rouge is in Mississippi. No, that's in Louisiana. <laughs> it's the capital. Now I'm Boy, all confused. Right. Let's do a geography lesson I'm with all, the bird. I'm all messed up. When the bird flies over your house, you'll think he's back in Alaska, folks. He's just uh, totally lost. Yeah, Baton Rouge, Mississippi. One of my favorites. It's like Louisville, Ohio. It's another one of my favorite cities. Or Rochester, Texas is another one of my real favorites. And Batavia, Michigan. And the cities I work in. Kalamazoo, Wisconsin. Another message. Miami. Miami, Cuba, very good. <laughs> Havana, Florida. My suggestions, where to go? Yeah. Atlantic City. Forget it. Our use. Oh, I mean, if I could put my foot down my throat, not just my finger, that is the... Have you ever been there? Never. Okay. See, here's a guy, like, he ought to be a travel agent, okay? He thinks Baton Rouge is in Mississippi. He wants you to go to Atlantic City. He's never been there in his life. Why don't you give us a little critique on the racetrack, too? You have such expertise in that area. I've been to the racetrack. Yeah, I know. Bahamas? Probably in the aviary. How about the Bahamas? You know, he's been in the aviary with the flamingos at Hialeah. <laughs> that was his trip to the uh, racetrack. Forget the Bahamas. No man. islands. Rip-off city. I'm not going there. Even for this nice little uh, booze thing they sent, I'm not going there. Las Vegas? Vegas is a possibility, but you can only go to Vegas for like two, maybe three days at the most. Maybe. Unless you get lucky. And if Never I got know. real lucky, I wouldn't stay there. <laughs> Although the great thing about Vegas, you can go to Caesars and you go to the sports book and they have all the tracks mm -hmm. and all the racing forums and you sit there and you can even bet Calder there. I know. Oh, boy, that's heaven. Bet on uh, Hollywood Park and the fairgrounds. So you will consider Vegas. You'll take it on your Detroit race course. Arlington. Do you take it under consideration? In fact, the Arlington Million is coming up, isn't it, from uh, Chicago? On September 6th, I think you can see and bet it at Calder. And since we gave you Java Gold in the uh, Traverse Saturday, I won't be here, though, then. No, that's... Uh... So you're on your own, all you handicappers out there, you're on your own. Now, listen, I want you to get out to Calder today, have a great day. There's no racing, 
So just get out there and relax. Get, get some sunshine. You can't lose a dime at Calder right. today. It's you can't get in the gate either, but just kind of hang around by the front gate and just uh, we can all have the a holiday pic- in. We can have a box lunch out there at the Holiday Inn. All the Calder crowd waiting for tomorrow for post time. Sounds great to me. And I think Mike Gonzalez has got eight mounts tomorrow. Maybe Mike will call in today. Boy, he is, um, I'm so proud of Mike Gonzalez. Boy, he is just great. Now, he didn't have a great day Sunday, but uh, listen, had a lot of seconds. And then, of course, the one race I bet against him, he won it. Again, mm-hmm. he did that to me again. He always does that. I had like a 6-1 um, or something, whatever the numbers were, perfected. And here they are, 6-9. And here come the two horses in the, uh, you shouldn't use those numbers, but that's what they were. Into the stretch, in the lead, okay? All alone. And here comes Mike Gonzalez with a two from nowhere and just, you know, beats me. Shame on you, Mike. <laughs> Hallandale, hello. Bill. Yeah. How you doing today? Great. Real glad everything worked out for you, as far as your meeting's concerned. Yeah, we're still here, sir. They still can't get us out of the No, building. I called yesterday, but what I'm trying to figure out is, like, you know, you've been building us up for, like, three days as to all your disappointments as far as the corporate's concerned, you know, and you had your meeting this morning, and don't you think you're cutting your audience a little short as far as what happened to you? You know, and how things are going to work out for you in the future. Well, what does that mean? I mean, what would you like to know? I thought in the beginning... You know, you said all the things that were bothering you as far as corporate's concerned and their demands upon yourself and how you might go to, like, a different station down here. Yeah. So now everything's peaches and cream, and I'm wondering... What did they say to you to make you so happy all the time? Well, we thrashed it all out. I said it was a very... What was the word that I used? A very... it is it going to be something now. that's, you know, like going to come back to you in the future? Or? Oh, I, I don't have a crystal ball, but, I mean, for right now, they're supportive, and they understand where I'm coming from, and they're going to leave me alone. That's you all. Do contract or anything? To, you know, Spirited. Spirited conversation. Yeah, we had it out. That's so a good way so to put it. it's still open, then. We had it out. No, it's not still open. Look, let me say something to you. Do you, do you I'm have, not trying to frustrate you. I'm just do you, do you have your, your, listen to me. Listen to me. Do you have your own business? No. I'm, you know, I'm the guy that called from the diplomat mall yesterday. Okay, so you work for somebody else. Uh, right. Okay. Now, any time in life when you work for somebody else, and I've said this consistently, you are subject to their whims. I mean, if they wake up one day and they decide that we want to play ch- uh, Chinese melodies on this radio station, they own it. So I don't have any crystal ball, but I have no reason to believe that that's going to happen. They, we thrash in my opinion, the... I think they need you. You don't need them. Well, that's what I told them. Well, that's what I'm trying to find <laughs> that's out. That's exactly what I told you, them. You know, to keep you there. I think they got that message. <laughs> okay, well, that's what I'm trying to find out. And as a matter of fact, Mr. Gilbertson said to me, we were talking about the Pope, and he said, if I were doing the show... I would, you know, attack this, and I wouldn't attack the Pope personally. I said, you're not doing the show. I said, if you want to go in there and do it, go ahead. I'll sit in here, and you go in there and do it. So it's an evident fact that they do need you. And, and the fact is that he's not doing the show. Here in Miami. Know, although I would pay to listen to that. I would love to hear him do the show, but I'm Hopefully not Hopefully they won't be monitoring you anymore. Well, I think, uh, can't handle it. I think Jack will be monitoring. Okay, well, I wish you the best in the future. Everything's kosher, trust me. Okay, very good. Thank you. Bye-bye. We're monitoring you out here. <laughs> All the priests have their little transistor radios under their robes. <laughs> and they're twisting their knobs frantically. Oh, oh, is that what they're doing? They're, well, that's a good excuse. <laughs> oh, I was just adjusting my Sony, uh, my Walkman. <laughs> 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 that's what they all say at the um, rectory. Can I'm we not say rectory? Well, I'm not so sure. That might be actionable. <laughs> I'm not so sure. I bet you they got big closets in those rectories. You think so? <laughs> 
And if you go in there like in the middle of the night, open up the doors, boy, all these people fall out. <laughs> Probably even a few altar boys in there, too. Just in case of emergencies. There's another fallen Catholic there. Major's a fallen Catholic, and Mr. Wolf over there is a fallen... And after we uh, put you in the bathtub upside down for an hour, you can be baptized and be a Catholic, too. <laughs> I love that baptizing stuff, boy. That's my favorite. Yeah, know? me too. And some of these wild nuts, you know, they take you out to, like, the ocean or out right. to... Uh, they do. He's laughing. It's true. They no, take they you, do. like, to the nearest body of water, or you know, like to a cesspool, whatever it is, and immediately they dunk you in there, and now all of a sudden you're, you're kosher, you know. Here comes a message. They miss the dirty... Oh, this ought to be good. The dirty songs. Oh, that's good. What dirty songs? We don't play dirty songs. Oh, that's great. I just got through with a whole, like, 45 minutes this morning. We don't do dirty stuff. And now we got people calling in. They miss the dirty songs. That one record, you see, I will I rue the day that I ever played that on the air. Because now they can't live without it. Where are those dirty phones? Okay, we'll try to find you some during the news, okay? Mike's <laughs> got the headline. CBS has the very clean, straightforward news at noon. And we'll come back and find you some smut at 12.06. <laughs> Look at this. From this to this. This is great. These are... Did you hear me read that one on the air? Yeah, I heard that. Rotisserie Chinese cat. I like... My favorite, though, is the uh, kit and canary quiche. I bet you you could substitute a vulture for the canary. No problem. I'm going to tell you an incredible story. Please. That just happened to me. Only moments ago. As Yes, absolutely. <clears throat> about th within the last 30 minutes. Great. When you were reading that cat thing, I was parked outside. I had to go into Publix to get my uh, prescription filled. Into Publix to get your prescription filled? Right. And uh, when I came out... Wait a minute. Since when does Publix fill prescriptions? The big one over there by uh, Cemetery Village. They do? Yeah. Boy, I bet they do a land office business, huh? Oh, sure. Wow. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> I was coming out of Publix, and I saw this really good-looking brunette. And so I got in the car, and she was going around the shopping center. And uh, so I kind of, you know, I was, I was in my car, and I thought, well, I'll just drive around here and see. Maybe she works in one of those places. I'll check her out later. So I drove around the well, shopping wait a minute, center. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's slow down. You were following her around the shopping center? She was walking. And, and you I, were following her I around? I was in my car, and I was ready to come to work, okay? Yeah. But instead of going out the parking lot the way I would normally go, I just kind of went around the corner of the, of, of the shopping area to see what store she went in. Guess what store she went in and guess who she probably is. There is a veterinary clinic there called the Cat House. And she walked, she unlocked <laughs> the door. That. Yeah. She unlocked the door and went in. Isn't that incredible? And all the time you're doing this recipe. Yeah, that's now, is that Isn't that something? Isn't that something psychic there? Yeah. The Cat House. You should have gone inside and said, what's cooking? Well, I'm going to book her on the show. I'm going to book her on at 2 o'clock. To we're do gonna what? Talk, we're going to talk about cats. It, to retaliate against you. How wonderful cats are. Because I love about, cats. She obviously loves cats. Desperate man. No. Right. No. Desperate. No. Doesn't have anything to do with the fact not. that she's a, she smiled at me and she's a lovely brunette. Has nothing to do with that. Of course. Well, what are I've, those donut I've, holes? I've fibbed before. Yeah. 
Boy, this you man want some? is just uh, loaded up with that Inman's. You were a witness, by the way. You saw I wasn't lying. I w ate one of those meatball um, mung parmesan sandwiches. Yeah. Boy, within about a half hour, I'm going to be so sick. Well, this will kill the taste. And if I had a couple of those, boy, they'll really put me into, like, diabetic coma. See, the throat doctor sprayed something in my throat. So today. you're okay? You don't have throat cancer? I don't. He's very good. Can I mention his name? He's well, we'll have really to write good. it on the log as soon as Rich Why? gets off with For his girlfriend doctor? up there. Dr. Duncan. As in David, Dunkin' Donuts. David Duncan. As in Dunkin' Donuts. In Sunrise on Oakland Park Boulevard. Boy, is he good. Did I you write mean, that on a log? He is good. Dr. Duncan. And he put me on K-Flex. And any doctor that puts me on K-Flex, I love. Yeah, because you're hooked on that stuff. Great. Very expensive. $28. You and Elvis, boy. Prescription drugs. Prescription drugs. Shame on you. Double cheese. Duracef. What are those? Can I take a couple of those? Are they good? <laughs> okay, let's go to... I'll tell you what. I'll take one or two of those, and then I'll drink one of these. <laughs> from our Bahamas survival kit. Miami, hello. Yeah, Neil. How you doing? Uh, I'm fine. How are you doing? Great. Good. Uh, first of all, that song, uh, the remake, uh, really doesn't do the angels justice at all. You know? I disagree with you. I think it's a lot better than the angels. Really? Yeah. Oh, no. Not at all. Anyway, well, I'm going back to school tomorrow, so I wanted to check in, but uh, where, I still will be listening to you. Where is that? I'm going to have my Walkman, you know, between classes. Oh, I see. In other words, you go to school here. Right. I have one more year of Miami Dade left. Isn't Auburn in Alabama, or is it in Mississippi? I, I believe it's Alabama. <laughs> see, we're not sure now. I'm not. I don't know. I, no. I really don't know. Who the hell would want to go there anyway, right? God knows. I'm, I, well, after, my, after Miami Dade, I'm totally getting out of Florida, but I'm not going to Alabama. No, no way. Okay, with a banjo on your knee. Well, listen, best of luck, and we'll see you. Okay. Okay. Deerfield, hello. Yeah, dear, Neil. Yeah. Uh, I know last week you took a poll, you know, that you were uh, about the, whether to keep the uh, Tweety Birds. Yeah. I know he lost in the poll. And t I, I can't understand, you know. He still comes in every morning. And, you know, it's a funny thing, Neil. When I hear him, I get so nervous, so upset. Good. I, I broke my radio. I'll tell you that, Bill. He's, Sir, I, I love him. You love him? No? Yeah, I love him. I think he's a schmuck. I think he's fantastic, even if I am sitting in his chair. You think he's a what? Uh, you, know what you know what a schmuck is. A schmendrick. A schmendrick. You know, it's a funny thing, Neil. I love to listen to you because there's nobody. You know, I come from New York. I used to listen to my, Bob Grant. Oh, boy, yeah. I at least I love the guy. Why? Uh, because he was a, he had a lot of humor, just like you. Yeah. Humor. That's what I like about it. Yeah, black people think Bob Grant's got a lot of humor. No but question I, about I, that. I don't care what they think. You know, yeah. I like Bob Grant. You know, but all, and when I came to Florida, I said I said to my wife, "Who am I going to listen to over here?" Finally, I found you. The rest of them, they're all garbage. Playing those songs that, that he plays. God, give us a break. You know, my wife stopped listening to you. She can't stand me. either, you know, what is the stupidity of his laughter continuously? I don't mind if a person laughs, but it's a, like a two-year-old boy giggling, 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 guts in hell. I love him, sir. <laughs> what is that I can do about it? If you that was, him, no, know. that was Stan, not me. That was Stan that said that. Oh, oh you say Stan said it? Yeah. Well, are, you following, I, are you following all of I this? I love the birds, sir. You love the birds? Yep. <laughs> well, you know, I can't stand the, it when I ever get The bird can come on my show anytime. Okay, we'll put him on Stan's show. How's that? 
put him on any show. Okay. Uh, Neil, take him off your show. I'll tell you what, Neil, I'll make a deal with you. <laughs> okay. Every month, once every 500 years. Okay. Okay? <laughs> All right, Neil. Bye-bye. Adios. You get the stupidest things in the mail. Oh, you got one of those, too? Yeah, did you get one? Yeah. I don't know. why. What's wrong with it? Why do you have to attack everything? These people have good intentions, and just because it's a dumb thermometer... <laughs> is it the one about smoking? Yeah. Same one? Yeah. Give it to Gary. He'd like to have uh, at least about a dozen of these all over his office. Those militant non-smokers, man. The anti-smokers. <clears throat> Miami, hello. Neil. Yeah. Congratulations. Glad everything worked out. But would you tell me what I'm going to do with three cases of depend on undergarments? Well, listen, keep them on a standby alert. I think I'll send one case off to the Pope. I would send them over to IOD, as a matter of fact. They can use them immediately. <laughs> uh, this is the computer friend. Did you get my uh, uh, what to do with the bird? Were you the one that sent that? Yes. You mean the cat recipes? Cat recipes. This was uh, last week. Oh, yeah, yeah, I sure did. Full choice. Yeah, very oh. good. Good. Okay. Nice to hear you again. Thank you. Did you smoke up there in the big office this morning? No, I sure didn't. I put out my stogie before I went back there. I'm no dummy. Really? There was smoke in the room. <laughs> Believe me. There was some smoke, especially about a quarter to ten. There got to be some real smoke in the room, and uh, we had a real... What, what? I can't think of that word that I used. Oh, the one uh, off the air that you used? You can't use No, the, the one that I used on the air to describe the uh, session. We had a spirited discussion. Spirited discussion. Yeah. And I said, listen, if you want to go in there and do the show, go ahead. No problem. You know, I'll sit in here and I'll smoke my cigar. Just go in there and do it. I mean, the bottom line is, uh, you know, we're not doing it. And the real bottom line is when they begin to understand who these idiots are. And when I showed Bob the... See, he only gets selected things out of context. But when I showed him this sheet that I got from our friend Jack Thompson, mm -hmm. that looks like a little child wrote it, you know, and then, of course, you listen to him on the air. Ah, you mm -hmm. having fun now? Mm -hmm. I mean, this is a guy who's allegedly an adult, an attorney, no less, or whatever, who uh, belongs in a rubber room, who's behaving like a two-year-old child who suffers from terminal homophobia and bigotry, and he's, uh, you know, he's going to tell us what to do? And so the bottom line is that, oh, here's a woman in heat. This ought to be for Stan. Hello. <laughs> oh, there she is in the shower again. Oh. Roll your tape recorders, fellas. Mm. Uh, did Mr. Goverson just disconnect that? Okay, there's our live uh, eye in the sky Mike hanging over pubics. It's 20 minutes past noon at WYNZ. Let's take a When I look out into your eyes out there, when I look out into your faces, you know what I see? I see a little bit of Elvis in each and every one of you out there. Let me tell you. Well... Nutty buddies. Elvis is in your mom. He's in everybody. He's in the young, the old, 
the fat, the skinny, the white, the black, the brown, and the blue. People got Elvis in them, too. Elvis isn't everybody out there. Everybody's got Elvis in them. Everybody except one person, that is. Yeah, one person. The evil opposite of Elvis, the anti-Elvis. Anti-Elvis got no Elvis in them, let me tell you. Michael J. Fox has no Elvis in him. Uh-oh. Yeah, and Elvis is in Joan Rivers, but he's trying to get out, man. He's trying to get out. Lifting up Joni, baby. phenomenon out there in the world. A lot of things people say, what the heck's going on? Let me tell ya. Who built a pyramid? Elvis. Who built Stonehenge? Elvis. Yeah, maybe see guys walking down the street, pushing shopping carts, and they think they're talking to Allah. They're talking to themselves, man, no, they're talking to Elvis. 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 You know what's going on that Bermuda Triangle? Bermuda Triangle. Elvis needs boats. Elvis needs boats. Elvis, Elvis, Elvis. Past noon at WINZ. 
And uh, Stan made a bad mistake by leaving the donut holes in here because I'm going to wind up eating all of them. I'm sorry about that, but when he gets back, they're all going to be gone. Fort Lauderdale, hello. Hello, Neil. Yeah. Yes, uh, this is Raymar Beauty College calling. Uh, we printed up 2,000 envelopes and letterhead about a month ago for your So Far campaign. Yeah. And uh, we're so embarrassed we didn't get it out to you, and we just want to know if you still need it. If so, we'll go ahead and send it to you. Yeah. Okay, great. That's all I want. You mean you mean they've been sitting there? Yeah, I've called I've called your your station a few times, and uh, I guess they want me to speak directly to you about it because they don't say send it in. They don't know what to do with it. So we'll just go ahead and send it. Uh... Oh yeah, we can use that for a whole variety of things. We appreciate it. Great. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Okay. I wonder who told him that. It couldn't have been the bird. You know who could it? Could be. Okay, we've got a couple of open lines now, and uh, you know how that feels. In Dade County, 624-9400, and there's an open line in Broward, 524-9400. I mean, the audience today, you would think, would be excited and would be enthusiastic. And what did we hear? You know, well, uh, we want to hear that dirty stuff again, you know? Boy, it's really desperate. Miami Beach, hello. Neil. Yes. We're going to keep you here, Neil. Oh, I'm so excited, Neil. Don't overdo it. Listen, uh, can I get semi-serious for a minute? Please. Uh, in regard to diet, uh, you can make a joke about this after I finish the call, but uh, sometimes if you have an urge for Italian food, yeah, if you go in a store and buy a big can of tomato juice, bring it home, stick it in a pot, throw all kinds of spices in there, yeah, you got instant tomato soup and... Uh, I'm pretty sure after you eat it, nice hot soup, you will have no desire for any Italian food. It's just no. Tip. No, I'll just go out to La Cantina. Right. You can do that. And then, and if you want to save the calories and the heartburn, just try my recipe. Okay. Uh, How about V8? Well, I, I don't go for the sugar in V8. There's uh, sugar in there. They, they put it under natural flavors, you know. Yeah. How about these donut holes I'm eating? Enjoy it. About They're beef, beef amato. They're loaded with sugar. Or you can uh, go on the Stan Major diet. Junk food. Vanilla cookie diet. Heavy smoking, heavy drinking, and no exercise. And a lot of intimates. No, I exercise, sir, and I don't drink. You do exercise, yeah, okay? Yeah, I, I jog. Do you really? Yep. Great, Stan. I'll see yeah, you he, out there sometime. He jogs at Winn-Dixie. Yeah. <laughs> Up and down the aisles. All right. I'm going to be jogging in front of the... The cat house. And do you jog, really? Yeah. He does, yeah. He really does. It's, yeah. it's, uh, you wouldn't want to see it. I mean, it's enough to make you get sick, but it's great. I even jogged in Phoenix. Can you can you picture that? Uh, that's okay. Because 115 degrees. Humidity. Yeah, he and Tom Likas used to go out and jog together. Yeah. Sir, did you watch the game last night? Uh, oh. No, I tried to bet someone on the game. Why would anybody Jaworski bring up that Jaworski was great, man. Why would anybody bring up because that game? Because Jaworski is going to, they, they play Philadelphia this Saturday, and Jaworski is going to start for the Dolphins, which is going to be an incredible you story. You know what, Jaworski ought to go back to his filling teeth and forget he about football. He did a football. good job. Forget about you it. You didn't see the game. You don't know right. what I he saw did. the land. I he saw when he was great. in there. Oh, he's, he's my favorite, yeah. Well, Marino's going to get scared, right? Him and George Wilson. No, no, he's not a threat to Marino, but I, Strzok's finished. Well, Strzok's about 100 years old. What do you want from the guy? I love Ron Jaworski. Good. Well, maybe we can fix you up with him. Anyway, Neil, we can't we're get so happy Johnson. you're going to stay here, and uh, <laughs> this was heavy drama the last couple of days. Okay. Well, I think there's some people out there that's like a letdown. You know, they expected me to either not be here today or to come on and have some 
melodramatic, uh, breath-shaking, breathtaking, you know, something, you know. And it just, uh, I, did exactly. feel, I did expect you to come on a little nervous. About what? I don't know. I think if there, it might have been somebody nervous in the building this morning, but it wasn't me. I think Neil's uh, kind of let down, too. Oh, let down because Neil likes a good uh, fight. No, we had a good fight. Trust me, we had a good fight. Okay, listen, have a great life. Just talking to you. Okay. Troublemaker. Pembroke Pines. Hello. Yeah. Hello, Neil. Uh, you mentioned Bob Brake yesterday. Yeah. Uh, he's no longer uh, commissioner on the Coral Gables, but he is a practicing attorney, and he was one of the major leaders in that anti-gay movement back in '77. Oh well, I remember that. Yeah, he and Anita were just uh, like hand in hand. Exactly. Hand in glove. And he yeah. also has been in touch with that Dr. Heffernan. Great. Yeah, well, and I've had dealings with him because he was my attorney in a malpractice lawsuit, but he wanted me to go out and speak about uh, anti-abortion groups, and I wouldn't do it because <laughs> my belief is if a woman wants to have an abortion, that's up to her. You know, when people are obsessed with something, when it becomes all-encompassing like it is to the Bob Brakes of the world, right? they got a real problem, you know? You know, he wants to be a judge in Day County, mm. and that is dangerous for a man that's being as prejudiced as him Yeah, to be a judge. Well, good luck to him. Okay, and glad you're still on, Neil. Thank you. Right, bye-bye. <clears throat> 26 before 1 at wins. All of Broward lines just wide open. These people, I'm cautioning you that today, it's uh, this is not like it has been. Interesting. At all. Interesting. No, it's depressing. The audience's their performance today is pathetic. I mean, they kept calling till 6.30 last night. Yeah, all not today. It's up. a whole new day now. Trust me. Mm-hmm. 5-2-4... I mean, why am I giving these numbers out? Don't you know, give the numbers haven't out. Haven't we gotten beyond that? We can I'll just give part that. of the number out. Five, two, four. <laughs> okay? That's it. That's all you're getting. <laughs> I'm going to try that sometime. You know what would uh, light them up? They're all lit up. If you started answering They're the full. phone. If you started answering the phone. I'm not doing that again today. I heard what happened to you yesterday. Like 90% of the calls for the no, first no. half hour were cranks. No, no, no. Yes. Only three out of four from Dade. Yeah, no. right. After that, it was fine. I, I had no problem show. yesterday, right? Did we have any problem? Show. No problem. We didn't have one other than Jack Thompson, who called in at just the perfect time for about 20 seconds of self-degradation. Uh, other than that, we had no problem in four hours. You come on, and that first hour was like uh, every yeah. Looney Tune in the world, been let out of the asylum. No, just three calls from day. Yeah, and just three out of every fine. four. Like this caller on a mobile phone. Hello. Hello, uh, Neil. Joe on a mobile phone. Neil. Yes. Listen, I know Stan's there, and I spoke to Stan last week, and I personally want to apologize to him. Good. Go ahead. Over the phone. Stan? Yeah. Uh, I called you last week from Coral Springs. What did you, what and, did you uh, call him? In reference to the thing, uh, uh, the thing in the uh, People magazine, and I know you were a little ticked off, and it was the first time I ever participated uh, on a radio show with you, and I do happen to like your show very much, and uh, the guy that you're up against, I think you have more class than he does, and I think I did bring up a sore subject to you, and you abruptly hung up on me. And uh, I apologize for maybe ticking you off, and uh, I just hope you accept my apology, because you are a gentleman, and, you know, I didn't want to get on the wrong side of you. I think you're a real creep, sir. I'm a real creep? You're a real creep. Why? Well, anybody who would do what you did and then have the audacity to call this program and apologize. Oh. It's just oh, incredible to me. I, you know, I just wanted to apologize. Especially, you, just... especially a suit on a mobile phone. Oh, come Since on. I'm paying for that's you, not, I'm paying for your mobile phone. That, you know that? I, I really My don't. taxes are going up as we speak to pay for your mobile phone. 
Hey, Neil. I'm listening, sir. I'm impartial. Don't blame me. <laughs> I still love you, sir. Hey, what, Neil. What did you do to him? I, you know, I you and your BMW. Up, you know, I, yeah, I was out of town for like 10 Bob Gilbertson calling people douchebags now. I feel like I've accomplished <laughs> something today. Oh, but I tell you, I felt like a douchebag. And you know something? He thinks you are a douchebag. Ah, <laughs> come on. Hey, he does. He <laughs> told me that just now. He came in the studio. He said, that caller's a douche. Ah, come on. That's man. what he said. Really, this is unbelievable. The one thing I'd say, the one thing I really want to know is what kind of car you're driving. But I, the, the car I'm driving, you wouldn't want to be caught dead in. No, it's come on, tell us. station wagon. Oh, boy. I, be, I don't believe but that. I tell you, Neil and Stan, I love you both. you got a great show. Keep Tweety on. Okay. Uh, I can never get through to your famous poll you had uh, last week, Neil. Okay. Uh, but uh, I think... Okay. I think Tweety... All right, on. shut up, creep. Okay. Shut up, creep. Jeez. Okay, listen, we appreciate it. On. And, uh, you're still on a douchebag, okay? Uh, hey, Neil... On and on. He I'm won't let him go. stop. Well, it's 35 cents a minute. That's Jeez. why I'm leaving him on. Don't you understand? Yeah, but... Sir, let me ask you another question. Cents, sir, let, let me ask you. Sir, let me ask you. How's your wife? My wife is excellent. How's yours? What's, well, I don't have one. Tell me more about yours. I tell you. Uh, who's this? Is this Stan? <laughs> yeah. Neil wouldn't ask about your wife. Are you crazy? Stan, you hurt my feelings so much last week that I wanted to fix you up with someone. Yeah, I, your I, wife, I, your I, wife I, called I, me after the show last night, sir. Huh? Your wife called me after the show last night. Who is it, your mother-in-law you want to fix him up with? Nah, not my mother-in-law. Are you kidding me? I wouldn't fix him up with, with, with Tweety. <laughs> he is a really? douchebag. You know? But anyhow... Uh, What's the matter? Is your, is your wife, uh, has your wife got problems, sir? Sir, has your wife got problems? My wife? Yeah. I, yeah, me. That's, that's, what they, so that's what I want to talk about. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, who would marry a creep like you that would drive a, a Pontiac station wagon? With a mobile right? phone. Gee. Come on. You guys, are, you guys aren't cutting <laughs> me any slack at all. No slack at all, really. I tell you, you know, I... Sir, where are you right now? Uh, I'm on 36th Street. Okay, give us a traffic report. It's clean and green. Tell Al, uh, you know, no problems. Well, Al's nowhere in sight anyhow. He's okay. uh, probably uh, having two martini lunch. But, uh, how many kids clean. do you have, sir? How many, sir? How many kids Boy, do you have? Is, I'm sorry. Yes. How many kids do you have? Torture, torture. Yeah, it is torture. I have two little girls. He's on a mobile phone. It's costing him thirty-five cents a minute. Don't you understand? You just said you wanted him to talk. Just from an S and M standpoint, that's your idea. That's why I'm letting him go. Everybody how old are your daughters, sir? They want you off, sir. How old are your daughters, sir? How old? <laughs> there are people running in the control room, sticking their fingers down their throats to their pupics. They want you off. How old are your daughters, sir? 
Do, oh, they, do they do toilets? Uh, yeah, perfect for staying. It all depends. Okay. It well, all listen, depends. Neil, I love you. You got a great show. You're Neil. not my type, sir. How's your mother-in-law, sir? My mother-in-law ain't too bad. If I can get rid of my father-in-law, maybe I'd fix you up with her. But, uh, you know, I can't do it. Is that it? I can't do it. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Okay. What do you think of Jaworski last night? Jaworski, uh, I think he has a better shot than uh, than Mr. Douchebag, Strzok. Okay. Yeah. He definitely does, but uh, yeah, I don't he's know. He's going to be in that big, uh, new Michael problem. Jackson movie, Driller. <laughs> I think they need Tweety on the front line. Okay. Good luck to you, sir. Okay. Have so a great on. life. Say goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> I like people to say goodbye, but to on... hang up. Believable. It was fascinating. <laughs> I can never get that one just. There's always that little. Sounds pretty know, good to me. No, a little, little violin. Somebody was tweaking their violin. Yeah, but you've got Stand By Me down, Pat. Yeah. 19 before 1 at WINZ. We're going to be talking with James Hummel when we come back after this break. You're not to be outdone by James Hummel. We don't like that one upsmanship that goes on in a market. I'm going to do a talk up now that is going to be so tight. And so perfect that Ricky Ticky may be in tears by, what time does he come on, about 3? Well, he's like on all day, isn't he? Like every day, constantly, all day. And I want him to listen very carefully when we introduce Pat Boone. On a day like today. Perfect. We pass the time away. Eat your heart out, Ricky. Riding love. that are in there, it, it does. It, it's, it's shocking. Okay, enough. You know, like 30 seconds of Pat Boone is all I can handle. Which goes to show you how your taste changes as you get older. Now, when I was young, I could have handled a lot of Pat Boone. I used to like But, of course, now we got those pictures, and you realize there was not a lot to handle. But uh, right. as a matter of fact, does that look familiar to you? Yeah. It's the boon in the it's the walking boon in the box. <laughs> Look at that. I can't believe it. And it doesn't walk very far either. I'd recognize Pat anywhere, you know. <laughs> North Miami Beach. Hello. Hello, Neil. Hi. How are you? Great. I want to give a message to all those bums out there that talk about Tweety. I Up think... yours. Okay. Vanilla Miss Eleven, right? You bet. Also I have a complaint. In fact, we're 11 him a lot now because he's gone to the studio. I have to have a special hello to Glenn and also to Mike in the newsroom. This is Charlotte from yesterday. <laughs> and um, my complaint is yesterday I sat there earlier. You guys were talking about all this delicious food, Parmesan and everything. I sat there and all you offered me was cheesecake. What are you talking about? Parmesan everything. We don't. We had Parmesan cheesecake. No, I said earlier, around an hour ago, you were talking about the Parmesan. It wasn't delicious food. It was not. No, it wasn't from an Italian restaurant, dear. Get your head put on straight, will you please? It was from the WYNZ cafeteria. Oh, is it that was, where it was? It was Mung Parmesan. Mung Parmesan. Well, Ooh. Parmesan, Parmesan. <laughs> kind of like mouse meat Parmesan. Well, whatever it was, it sounded good. <laughs> well, trust me. Trust you. <laughs> no, no way, Jose. Okay, and next time am I going to get to meet you? Hey, listen, you could have met me yesterday, but we we're just uh, having a little nervous I, no, breakdown I, here. We had a little crisis, and uh, everything's just fine now. Depressed for no reason, And right? if you happen to hear Bob no, Gilbertson doing the show tomorrow, you'll understand that we had a change of heart. I told him, if you want to go in there and do the show, go ahead. <laughs> do it your way. He's not here. 
Are you there, Charlotte? Yes, I'm here. I'm Are here. Are you having trouble following all of this? Yes, I'm following. Okay. <laughs> well, listen, we'll see you. When are you coming back? Um. Well, as soon as I can. Maybe next Monday I'll pop in. Good, because I'll be on vacation then. You're going to be gone? Yeah. Okay, how about the following Monday? I hear that Bobby's coming back tomorrow to do a little uh, work for us. Well, I, uh, Bobby, I don't know who the hell Bobby is. Going to be stuffing a couple of envelopes. No. I'd rather stuff them with Glenn or... Well, Obama. we don't we don't want to get into that. We don't do that kind of material on this show, Charlotte. Oh, and also his his personality fits his voice. It exactly. Still turns me on his exactly, kind of like a simpleton. Right. Yeah. He's a really nice guy. A nice simpleton. There's jerks out there that don't like him. They don't know what the hell. Just wait till you see him. She did. She was in here yesterday. I was with him. He's she was with him. What's wrong with in you? In the biblical you have, sense. You have incredible taste. That's right. I okay, Charlotte. Well, listen, we'll see you next Monday. I, I don't know where it I'm is. Not next Monday incredible. when you're there. So I'll come on Monday after that. Okay, I'll still be gone. Hey, you'll okay. still be on vacation? Yeah, be sure and come on that Monday. That's Labor Day. No, I have to work. We're having a big sale here. Okay, where do you work? Lanson's. Oh, this is the Charlotte from Lanson's. You guys got to come and see me Lanson sometime. Lady. I'll give you a good deal. From Lanson's in the Broward Mall? No way. In the Hollywood Fashion Third, Center? Third, no, 163rd. 163rd Street Shopping Center. I know some of the people who work in security over there. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm not with security. I have nothing. <laughs> and next time, maybe I'll get to meet you too, Stan. Okay, Charlotte. Okay, Stan is having cardiac nice arrest. Don't take... Okay, have a wonderful day. It just... I didn't mention any names. Don't make a major fuss out of it, will you, please? Got a caller on a mobile phone. Hello. Neil. Yeah. I want to try to convince you of something. Is this Joe on a mobile phone? No, no, no. It's, uh, my name... Sandy will be back on next Monday, and she loves those callers on a mobile phone. Yeah, well. Tony on a mobile phone. This is I don't usually do this, With but sugar. I have been thinking about this for a long time. I'm very serious. Okay. I would like to convince you of giving this some real thought about starting a sports show. Yeah. I think that you would probably, in about... Yeah, me and Joe Zagaki, we can be on together. No, I'm serious. I think in It would be so exciting, son. Highest-rated sports show in the Southeast. I don't want to do a sports show. Okay? I mean, just like for an hour. For what purpose? Well, Nobody I think cares that it would, be, it would be a terrific show. It would show that you could get enormous ratings in any of your endeavors. I think you know sports. I think you have a feeling for sports like very few people do. And I think you can communicate it on an intelligent level. I was listening to a guy in WIOD, and he says, uh, Jaworski will never throw a ball for the Dolphins. <laughs> that's the level of, and that's what you hear. You know? Who is that? Was thought, that? Who said that, Mandich? Because, uh, no. I mean, Mandich is like illiterate. <laughs> some, I mean, some of their comments... Must have been Joe Zagaki, because Joe is like in slow motion. Right? No. I well, Neil even looks like Skip Carey, you know. Yeah. Skip and he could be twins. I think it's a good idea. I'll go do the Braves games, and he can come here and do a sports show. How's that? Tell me, what did, what did you think about the Dolphins? What do you mean, what do I think about them? I think, uh, you know, can only get better. It can't get any worse. You, you know, I, the thing that puzzles me about that... They still don't have any defense. Their secondary is pathetic. They have no pass rush. They have no defense. I mean, everybody said in the Bears game they had no defense, but, you know, when uh, Mike Ditka was playing quarterback for the Bears, what do you expect? I mean, you know, like McMahon was didn't play, and, of course, Flutie's about three feet tall. What do you want? See, that's exactly They still don't I'm have a defense. About. That can kill an audience. I think that's fantastic. <laughs> I think that's great. I yeah, think it's should... killing his audience right now. Exactly. They're oh, going well, I don't believe coma. that. 
I bet you. You're all doing their Joe Zagacki impersonation. Oh, boy, Sonny. Well, wait a second. Take a poll. How many people would... No, I'm not going to take a poll. Call Lee Fowler. He'll take a poll for I'll take you. a poll of two, sir. All right. Okay. I gave you, you the idea. You just gave Stan his cheap show. Thank you. Okay. And as Al would say, Stan's desperate. By the way, speaking of Al, it's 10 to, 6, uh, 10 to 7 yesterday. I pulled into a restaurant for dinner. And I was listening to Alice, and I couldn't buy a call at 10 to 7. Went into a commercial break, came back, and had some old bag on. And I mean about 100 years old, who didn't even know who she was talking to. Just here from New York, who loves cats. And just, uh, boy, talk about desperate. Unbelievable. I like Al. I know you do. And if I had that competition, I'd like it, too. Because yeah, like Al and I are going to go out to dinner when you're I love vacation. Bill McQuig. Good. I hope you and Alice have a wonderful time. But uh, watch him. Elvis Jr. is calling my show. Hey. My daddy is everywhere. My daddy is everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, El. Where's Elvis. I can't believe it. Everybody is saying Elvis. Elvis. Elvis is everywhere. He's How you the doing, Elvis? He's hey, Neil. Yeah. I just wait. Hey, Sanders, you can hear the cars behind me today, can't you? <laughs> but, you yeah, know, I am my, I'm, back on, I'm back on the street, you know, because I, I, I want to feel at home, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, uh, Neil, I just want to let you know that I'm standing right behind your baby in this uh, fight you had, and I guess that's better than standing right in front of you, right? Exactly, especially on that escalator, Elvis. Look out. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to call up and say hi and uh, let you know that I'm giving all my all the support I can, and, uh, and uh, I miss you guys, you know what I'm saying? Well, we're not... We're, what do you mean you miss us? Well, you know, I, I don't get to call you that much anymore because... Oh, he's on the street. Really busy lately and my agent's been keeping me busy and, uh, you know, and uh, I, I'd like to call you more often and stuff, but uh, it's, it's, it's been tough lately. Are you, tell, are, you, are you telling me the bad news, Elvis, that you're not going to be calling me regularly? Well, I tell you, Stan, every time that that beautiful sexy voice gets on, you know, <laughs> I, right then I'm looking for my phone booth, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> When uh, Arlene gets on there, I just, I just... Oh, I thought you meant Stan. That <laughs> too, that too, that too. <laughs> we always wondered about you, You know Elvis. about those rumors about your daddy, Elvis? Well, hey, hey, hey. Do you know? <laughs> May he rest in peace. May he know. rest in peace. When one piece, you bet. Those guys, I'm, I'm in a hurry right now, so I, I have to hang up, but uh, you, can hear the car, you, you can hear the cars behind me right now? Right. Okay, I just... Okay, I hear those Pizza Man pizza delivery trucks pulling out right now. Well, the thing is, I'm late for lunch right now, baby. Okay, baby. Take care. <laughs> See you later. There he goes. Elvis is everywhere, just like the song says. We have an open line in Broward, and it hurt very badly the way the audience has been uh, lukewarm today. They've been really mediocre. Well, it's all over. 5-2-4. You're doing your show as uh, anti And that's all we're giving them. I know. I know. The audience likes a crisis. They, yeah. like, um, they like to hear everybody in heat. But once we're everything gonna have comes to, uh, down... Well, let's start another crisis. Contrived crisis. Exactly. Okay, that's the new uh, format. Who Contrived shall we pick on today? Crisis. Let's pick on the Polish people because the Pope is coming. <laughs> it's uh, six before one. Don't we have another break this hour? I kind of thought we did. See, there even even you couldn't squeeze them all in this hour. And at that point, oh, we're back. Okay, four minutes before one at WINZ, and these donut holes, boy, are contagious. They're like, uh, <laughs> you can't eat only ten, you know what I mean? That's right, like potatoes. You try to eat one potato. Yeah, chip. like they're like um, Pringles. Edelman's makes good stuff. <sighs> okay, I'm going to have to probably go to Winn-Dixie tonight and check it all out. Uh, we haven't heard, by the way, from anybody from Winn-Dixie, so we know you're out there, okay? We know you're all out there. Hi, Sean. Sean is out there. And Sean's Jennifer, a talker, man. And Chris is out there, but they're uh, just pretending that, uh, you know, that they don't know anything about it. Miami, hello. Hello, Neil. Hi, is this Sean? 
No. Okay. No, this isn't Sean. Um, I'm I'm a new caller, and my father, who introduced me into this show, um, told me that you played a joke song called La Bamba. La Bamba. Yeah, after La Bamba, and I was wondering, I thought that was one of the songs that um, you weren't allowed to play anymore. Is that true? No. We're going to play it right after the news. Really? Can of I? Of course. Because I was going to record it. Of, right after the news, 106. Okay, well, thanks a lot. Okay. Bye. Say hi to Daddy. Okay. Okay. And, and people will talk about it at the water cooler. Okay, we know. They must spend a lot of time at the water cooler over there at Wax, you know. And you know why? Because they probably eat at that Chinese restaurant right next door there on Federal Highway. You know where I'm talking about? You know where it is, where you turn there on Federal by yeah. um, Oakland, I think. Yeah. And I have heard that that Chinese restaurant is one of perhaps the worst in the history of mankind. So probably they spent a lot of time eating there. Sichuan, no doubt. They spent all day long trying to cool it off at the water cooler with Ricky Ticky. He's right there in the middle with that blue cap on, and they're all gathered round, Rick and Suds, and the whole gang. Okay, Michael Wolf is here with the local and area news headlines. We understand that Mike's going to be doing one of the shows next week on my vacation, and we're really uh, be, going to be sure to miss that. And then we'll go to uh, CBS for the news at the top of the hour. When we come back at 106, we've got Drop La Bamba. And uh, Jim Moran, the editorial cartoonist of the Herald, is going to be calling in for uh, apologizing and ripping that idea off and all kinds of other original exciting stuff on WINZ. And then Stan's going to be along to give you a play-by-play of the cat... What is the name of the place? The Cat House. Cat House. The Cat House Lady. That's at 2 this afternoon. But homosexuals that Senator James Exxon of Nebraska told away truckers convention in omaha and later said he would tell again in lincoln nebraska today exxon said the joke he told yesterday before a speech to the nebraska motor carrier association was taken out of context he said we were talking about the difficulty the truckers were having with the lawyers and we told several lawyer jokes and i guess one of the jokes i told was taken out of context but yesterday exxon defended the propriety of telling the joke and said he would tell it again he made the comments to a reporter for an Omaha radio station, Al Sekka of KKARAM. Look at that print on this, on this wire. Can't even read it. The station recorded Exxon's joke and later comments on tape and played them on the air. Exxon told the reporter, if you want to run it, fine with me. I imagine I'll tell the story again. The press never intimidates me. Jeff Levy is executive director of the National Gay and Lesbian Task Force in Washington. He said Exxon's joke is patently offensive. And then at the bottom, as they always do, use at your discretion. Here is the joke told by Exxon. According to the tape played for UPI by KKAM in Omaha, quote, the latest lawyer story is one that's making the rounds in Washington, D.C. Why is it that there are more lawyers in Washington, D.C. and queens in San queers in San Francisco? Now, I can't read that. Does that say queens or queers? Queers. The answer is very obvious. San Francisco had first choice. <laughs> See, I thought it said Queens, and I wasn't that offended, but he said Queers. Shame on Senator Exxon. Although he's probably right. <laughs> Unbelievable. I wonder where the queer lawyers went. Miami, no doubt, huh? Like, um, no names mentioned. Yes, right. Unbelievable. Okay, so a little uh, contratomps again there. That word keeps cropping up on this show. <laughs> little contratomps. We have another uh, caller on a mobile phone who's probably an attorney. Hello. <laughs> I'm not a lawyer. Okay. Well, I won't ask you the obvious other question. No, don't, I'm not that either. But okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure which is worse either. 
Okay, nobody's perfect. That's right. Hey, so I'm glad I, all your troubles are all fixed up. You know, that's <laughs> really great. And I was wondering, since I'm on I-95, if since all your troubles are fixed up, if you could play the I-95 song. No, we can't play that. Haven't you been listening to this show? Are you living in a vacuum? No, I'm in a car. Well, same difference. Oh. Unless your windows roll down. No, they're up. We can't play that. That's one of the two or three things that we uh, yielded. You know, we had to do a little bargaining, and we gave it away. Yeah, what are you going to do when the Pope gets to town? Same thing we would have done. We're going to play it then. We're, no, we're not going to play that record. We'll play the Pope records. Oh, gee whiz. All right. I, I mean, can't you live with that? I mean, is, is something missing in your life now? Well, I don't know. It's a fun song. I agree with you. I couldn't agree with you more. Nothing wrong with Go it. Go buy a copy. Exactly. Why didn't you push it? Push what? Why don't you push it? Why didn't you come here this uh, morning and push it? Mobile phone program director. Unbelievable. Why didn't I push it? See, this is really what the problem with the audience is today. You, you people are all disgruntled, aren't you? Well, I'm in a car. Well, that speaks for itself <laughs> in Florida. All right. Good luck to you, sir. No, that's true. He hit it on the head. And there's several other people who have beaten around the bush and haven't come mm -hmm. out and said it. But they're upset because I didn't go in there and, you know, put my head on the chopping block and just say, okay, you know, uh, attack me, impale me, destroy me over that record. I can live without the record. I mean, wasn't there a show before I played that record? I thought so. But evidently not. And the record got old anyway. Exactly. How many times can you play the damn thing? How can we hear the asshole song? I mean, we played it for you five million times. We must have sent out a thousand cassettes. With copies of that record. I must have played it I don't know how many times when I announced it in advance. We're going to play the whole thing for you. Get your cassette machine ready. We gave away 100 copies, didn't we? Why didn't you, uh, you know, go to the mat on it? Yeah, how come you didn't go to the mat on it? <laughs> I'm going to go back in there now and I'm going to tell them, listen, either we're going to play that record or you're going to do the rest of the show, Bob. It's as simple as that. How do you like that? And you know what it'll say? I'll go do the rest of the show. Contrived controversy. Yeah. Unbelievable. But that's how the audience is, man. You can never do enough. You know, like you win the battle, but um, no, you they win. want every little You might skirmish. lose the battle, but you win the war. Well, they don't want that. They want you to win every battle and every... They want everything. They want 100%. And life doesn't work that way. I mean, we don't own the radio station, okay? Yet. Yet. <laughs> Miramar, hello. Hello. Yeah. How you doing? Well, I'm not sure. I thought we were doing okay, but I guess it's a mixed review. Well, listen, I didn't hang up during the news. It's a mixed bag. Everybody did. I didn't hang up. Well, you were the only one. Well, listen, you don't have to excuse me. I just woke up. I wanted to hear earlier today what happened with the big meeting and all that. What, what's the story? What, what well, I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll get the uh, logger tape. We'll wind it back to 10 o'clock, and we'll just play the first uh, 10, 20 minutes for you. Hey, that sounds exciting. Everything went fine. We had a, a spirited meeting. You know, we had a very um, heated exchange, and uh, they love me, and they support me, and... Everything's wonderful, and there are one or two things that we agreed we're not going to play, and life will go on, that's all. Sounds good. And those people in the audience who are not mature enough to be able to cope without hearing the same, you know, record 8,000 times, they're going to have a problem. Well, just get new ones and let them... have to send them copies of the record, that's all. Yeah, just, just get new ones all the time, and then let them keep banning them, and then keep putting new ones on, you well, know? we got one tomorrow that when they hear is going to make them forget that record in a hurry, trust me. Yeah. But listen, are you going to stay on with Stan all day? He needs the help. Two o'clock, I'll be gone like a shadow, okay? Oh, well, he needs the help, you know. I think he needs, uh... Well, he needs some help, but I can't. I'm not the one to give it to him. No, well, you know, his problem is he's carved out. He said, he said, uh, you're number one. He just gave me a little, <laughs> little signal. It's, 
it's too much carbohydrates. It's all that... Uh, exactly, all that entomins, man. It's affecting exactly, his my brain. My brother has the him. same problem, and he gets in these weird weird moods, and, uh, you know, he just can't handle it. Too much carbohydrates just sort of freaks you out. Yeah. Well, I'll go over to Carvel after we get done here. Yeah. But I'll go up to I think he took my advice. He, uh, whipping out the Macy's catalog and the Sears catalog after he had that big show on the, uh... He's got a better one today. He's got New Woman magazine. Oh, God. Because I called him a while back about that ad he was getting all upset or excited about that was in the uh, Sun Sentinel. And uh, I said, God, where have you been? This stuff's been around for years like this. I said, go yeah. pick up a Macy's or a Sears catalog, and there he's got them. Hello? I'm here, sir. I'm just, well, there was a pregnant pause, and I was waiting for the rest of your poignant comments. <laughs> is Stan there? He's here, but he doesn't want to talk to you. You got him very upset. Uh, you took a cheap shot at him. Nah, nah. You know how you know how sensitive he is. Stan's a good guy. He He's very it. emotional, sir. Believe me, he's very emotional. Yeah, he he uh, he sort of uh, didn't cut that guy any slack who called in uh, who felt bad because he insulted Stan. His blood's going to be on Stan's head now. Good. Well, listen, guys. Uh, and all over his mobile phone too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you put that mobile phone in front of me. How could you put a mobile phone in front of somebody who hung on in front of it? Isn't that what it said on his... Uh, aren't you on a mobile phone? <laughs> no, I'm not on a mobile phone. Oh, okay. I'm laying on my couch. I just woke up. Well, we don't want to go into that, okay? This is a family show. It's a family station and a family show. It's a family couch. It's in the family room. And a lot of you stay on it long enough, somebody will be in a family way. So just uh, cool it. <laughs> well, listen, have a great life. Hey, you too. You guys take care. Okay. Love you, Stan. <laughs> I deserves a mobile phone. Okay. Yeah, let's send him a mobile phone. He can put it on his couch. You know, that's what we ought to do. We ought to make a deal with some phone company outfit. And when these people call in who tell, who want to tell us what to do, yeah. you know, we ought to voluntarily send him a mobile phone. There's something wrong with this thing because it's not hopping around. I'm winding it up all the way like I did it's when I first tired, came. Neil. And it must be tuckered it's out. Look at used, that. It's been Look at used that. It just much. took a couple of tracks there. You notice it leaves tracks behind it. I wonder what you would call those. It gets Don't tired, say it. Neil. It's getting really tired. Let me just wind it up a little more. <laughs> it's not doing anything. It's going on strike. It said enough is enough, you know, like, um, boy, I can't believe that. There it goes. See, it just needed a little rest. Miami, hello. Good afternoon, Mr. Rogers. Buenos dias, sir. How you doing? How you doing, Mr. Carroyo? <laughs> well, I'm a, a Neil Rogers fan, but I can't believe and, and I'm shocked that you have Bernard Meltzer on your show. Yeah. He's here. Did you call me earlier, sir? Yes, sir. Okay. Have a nice day. He called earlier. He said that uh, he wanted to know if anybody had seen you and Bernard Meltzer together at the same time. It was a good line the first time, sir, but trust me, never twice in the same day. And we're seeing evidence of that right now, right on the table. Hallandale, hello. This is uh, Julie. I'm glad you settled all your differences, and I'd like one point of information. Okay, Julie. See the uh, phone number where I can get that uh, record for uh, Irving Paycheck? I called uh, 1-800-Chutzpah, but I got a place in Minnesota. <laughs> Just when you thought Crapco Records couldn't possibly be more tasteless. On a ball, April evening, on a train bound for Brooklyn, I met this year accountant. 
Give a boat to That's right. It's the Catskill cowboy himself, Dr. Irving Paycheck, singing the all-time greatest hits of Nashville. You'll hear the accountant. You gotta know how to beat him. Know how to cheat him. If you wanna live the good life, keep a second set of books. And who could forget this flavorful cut? Looking for locks in all the wrong places. Looking for locks. I'd buy by the cases, quality stuff. Be sure there's no traces of bones or too much soul. And no collection of old country music would be complete without Dr. Irving Paycheck's dietary classic. I was kosher, then kosher, wasn't cool. Yes, Crapco Records proudly presents the all-time greatest hits of Nashville. Those not Miami blues. To order Nashville hits, dial 1-800-Chutzpah. Dr. Irving Paycheck, cause he's got those not Miami blues. Yeah, please. How much you want to bet there are people out there dialing frantically right now? <laughs> Hollywood, hello. Hello, Uncle Neil? Yes. Listen, I'm glad everything came out okay. They must have ate some prune juice up in Maine. No, they ate some crow this morning. Oh, I guess so. Listen, I'm not a lesbian. I have two kids, and I'm happily married. But sure, that's I, what they all say. The main thing is you. Do I go to the supermarket and check out the bag boys? There's nothing wrong. Can we still talk about this on the air? Why not? Oh, okay. But I check out the bag boys, and honey, they're cute. You bet. Yeah, so it doesn't pay, you know. It doesn't hurt to look, right? Now, what store do you shop in? Uh, the Great Value on 441 and Sheridan. And I'm telling you, there's this one kid in there. You ought to check him out. Really? He's uh, got nice, curly, full-length hair. Not long, but, you know. Yeah, long enough. It's nice, nice, nice. Hmm. How old is he, about uh, 18? Well, don't they have to be 16 to work? I don't have any idea. I think they do. Uh, I think they have to be about 16. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, listen, did you ever hear from the catfish lady? No. No, you don't hear from her no more? No, I sure don't. Uh, I'm sorry. Oh, and listen, I like the bird. Keep him on. He's fun. And you know these people that don't like his cackling? These people ain't... I'm nervous. I got my, my heart is in my throat. These people that don't like his cackling or his laugh, they probably haven't laughed in 50 years. Yeah, well, there's probably something, well, probably a couple of things they haven't done in many years, but we won't mention either one. Yeah, and taking an enema. Well, that's one of them. And, oh, I've got to tell you something else. Listen, you tell uh, Bill Calder that Lola said hi. I used to call him when he was on in the afternoon, and I miss him. Okay, I'll tell him that. That. Okay. And uh, is Stan still there? He's still yes, here. Yes, ma'am. Stan. Yes, ma'am. Honey, I listen to you every day, and I'm beginning to like you more and more. Well, let me ask you this question before you go and tinkle all over him. Where would be a great place for me to go on vacation? You notice how the audience does not want to oh, talk about vacation. this? This oh. is the most non-traveling town. Like when I used to do those shows on travel... Absolute abomination. I mean, there would be nobody I calling. I drive, in other words. I don't care. Oh, you don't care? Oh, my God. See, there's no place. I'll just stay home. I'll just go to Calder every day. Oh, it's such a short moment. I think he ought to go to St. Thomas, don't you, man? No way. Oh, you don't want to go there. No way. Why? It's a great place. Uh, it's 
such a short notice. You didn't have time to plan for this. Yeah. Well, today's Tuesday. I got a good idea. Today's Tuesday. I could leave Thursday day. afternoon. What? It's the car at the racetrack every day. Oh. Come and relax. Do you realize how much I could lose in 10 days? Yeah, but... Oh, my I'd be on work release by a week from Tuesday. Uh, Mortgage on your home. Yeah. Okay, listen, have a wonderful life, man. <laughs> Lady doesn't okay, do bye much bye. We'll see you at great value. Huh? We'll see you at great value. That's where she does her shopping. Where travels. you do your shopping. Yes, I know I shop there. Okay, see you later. Oh, boy. 23 Ooh. after 1 at WINZ. I think I'm about back where I was at 9.30 this morning. Honey, wake up. When some meal tries to put me down and says he has a larger congregation. Eight past one at WINZ, and we have uh, more people from work release in the control room again. It's incredible. I think you ought to go to Tahoe. You notice the audience is really into this. They're I really... don't care about the audience. You ought to go to Lake they Tahoe. Don't care about I, me I got you a five-star hotel. Harris is a five-star hotel. After I lose hotel. a couple of grand the first day, what am I going to do then? Listen, in a five-star resort hotel, there are just innumerable things that you can do. Such as? Anything. Oh, see, Anything. It's the finest resort in America. And what am I going to do there? Rent yourself a Wayne car. Newton. You can rent yourself a car. Shane. You know, I don't need to go pay to go see Wayne Newton, you know. Here comes the bird. Wow. Don't you think you ought to go to Tahoe, Glenn? What is it? Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, that's to you. The Jeez, audience can see all of this Nobody sends me flowers. Stuff. 
The audience can't see this. He's dropping stuff all over the floor. Just a maniac. Who is this from? Thank you for whatever this is. I haven't opened it yet. <clears throat> and I'm not going to be able to open it because it's just... Um, anyway, uh, Harris, Harris and Tahoe is a five-star hotel, and I really think you ought to go there. And here's your juice. You got your juice here. Look at that. <laughs> oh, jeez. I bet you Don Johnson never saw anything uh, like that. Like Clockwork Orange. <clears throat> it's from the Bumpkiss Lady. Maybe some of Don's great. girlfriends have seen something like that. So, Thank you, Donna. That's great. I will treasure this forever. <laughs> I bet you Donna would enjoy it. Maybe we could give her something in exchange as a token of our appreciation. <laughs> okay. Well, listen, they can't all be the same. You know what I'm saying? And what have you got there? Look at that. It's a dead chicken. <laughs> A chicken. Some Haitians left on yeah. the gate. There. A rubber chicken. That's good. Very good likeness, too, by the way, if you notice. Very good. And here's a tape and just all kinds of good stuff. Well, that's great. Thank you. I was very thoughtful. <sighs> Boy, I'm ready to pass out. You know, that that those uh, meatball sandwiches in that machine, that's the second time I've made that mistake. And if you went at noon by 1.30. There must be like drugs or something in, those, in that machine. You're ready to pass out. Seriously. No, I have I seen like... little roaches crawling in and little oh, mice crawling boy, in. I'm telling you. They're like uh, 8 million kinds of diseases. Uh, I wouldn't buy Like the ones transmitted machine. by birds, by pigeons and vultures. <laughs> the only thing I'd get out of the machine would be something in a can. Coral Gables. Hello. Yeah, how are you? Okay. Okay. Um, a little queasy. Um, I was just wondering if you've checked out that new kosher Japanese restaurant they have in town. It's called Sosumi. <laughs> Sosumi? No, I heard of the new one in the plantation called Some Dumb Goy. <laughs> and Stan. Stan, <laughs> I have something for you. Um, what do bridge and sex have in common? What do bridge and sex have in common? Bridge, I'm talking about the game of bridge. Yeah, right. I don't know. Even if you don't have a good hand, a good partner, you can still win with a good hand. <laughs> Excellent. Very good. You want some more tasteless jokes? No. <laughs> let's not push our luck now, sir. Let's, uh, no, not, know, not while the big honchos in Let's town cool here. it off a day or two until they calm down and go back to uh, the end of the world. Look at this. White orange juice. Neil, by the way, though, why don't you just take off to Atlantic City? I don't. I hate Atlantic City. I can't believe you're saying that. It's like I a, wouldn't send my worst enemy like a to turlet. Atlantic City. So. It really is. It's a turlet. Well, the, the beach here that they wanted casino gambling on, no, they said that it'll bring crime here. That's the toilet. That's down here. I'm telling you, Atlantic City is like a sewer. I wouldn't have you ever been to Atlantic City, sir? Boy. I have, as a matter of fact. Oh, God, come on. You take your life in your hand uh, trying to get into the casinos there. No, no, it's it's not that bad. What are you talking about? I used to go over there every weekend. Don't tell me about Atlantic City. What are you getting hostile about with my caller? What are you getting all excited about? Because he's a nudnik. He's not a nudnik. He just doesn't know what he's talking about. That's all. I've been there three or four times. I wouldn't go back if they paid me, if they gave me a hundred grand to bet with. Well, I might go for a hundred, you know. But if they gave me a thousand dollars to go back, I wouldn't go there. 
Yeah, but I mean, you can find crime anywhere. You're not going to go walk. It's not a question of crime. It's just a filthy, schmutzy, pathetic place. And the ambiance in a casino is like a jungle. I mean, it's just, uh, it's schmutzy. Well, I had to admit, there was one lady out there that she was saying to her husband, uh, she had just come in, and I could, you could tell they were New Yorkers, and she says, uh, Marty, Marty, come here. Um, go get me $20 in quarters. And her husband said, no, no, I'll get them in nickels. That way we have five times more of the amount of chances to win. Yeah, very good. Oh. Yeah, that's the crowd in Atlantic City. You hit it right on the head. <laughs> Thanks for finally being honest, you know? Yeah. What no, they were from Northeast Philly, sir. They weren't from New York. <laughs> they were on their way back from Liberty Bell Park, which is now closed, by the way. Um, the one other thing. Do you know what the difference between... or what the? the difference between uh this is it sir okay this is the last one what's the difference between garbage and a girl from new jersey go ahead garbage gets picked up every so often <laughs> okay you redeemed yourself sir thank you have a great life but forget about atlantic city truckers call uh instead of the garden state they call it the garbage state yeah well those truckers man you know they don't know whether to uh, scream or eat a banana and Ann Bishop's going to be doing a special 10-part series on trucking in Florida on Channel 10 tonight on Eyewitness News. Oh, come on. We love Ann. Oh, we do. Stop it. But, boy, when I see her driving that truck up Biscayne, man, she <laughs> really... Uh, Lighthouse Point, hello. Yeah, hi, Neil. Yeah. Yeah, a couple things I want to tell you. Please. I've seen uh, uh, Dr. Hefferbag in person, and uh, he makes uh, Keith Richards of the Rolling Stones look like Mitch Gaylord. <laughs> By the way, you know, I still I still haven't seen American Anthem. I can't believe it. I'm so glad you mentioned that. I haven't seen that movie. Well, I, you know, I think it's on cable. I don't know if it's still on. You know, besides these uh, popites, right, I think uh, I strongly believe that you're being uh, harassed by these uh, Pat Robertson backers. You know, this uh, televangelist that's running for uh, the press. Yeah, I, I don't think he's being harassed by the the, the being harassed Christian by the Catholic right. Church. It's the, the Catholic Catholics. Church. Yeah. Let me have some of that white orange juice. It looks. Great. I don't know. I think uh, I think what's his name? He's in with uh, with the, the Robertson people, though. Nah, forget afternoon. about Robertson. Forget about Pat. Oh, is that pina colada? Is that what that is? Ooh, that smells. I love pina colada. Great. But excuse me for digressing. You know. Yeah. No, you know, because I, don't, I don't know. You know, they're organized out there. I thought maybe they may be adding to the, you know, the harassment that you're receiving. No, I think if it was the Christian right, we'd know about it. Yeah. yeah. Don't worry about them. Okay. Well, you're a great source of entertainment, so keep it up. Thank you. All right. Okay. And say hi to Mitch Keylord uh, <laughs> next time the Olympics comes around. We have to worry about the uh, fundamentalists when uh, Pat Robinson starts coming down here to campaign and you start jumping on his case. That's one you have to worry about. Boy, this is um, interesting stuff. Who brought this? The lady. Donna? Yeah. Interesting. You think there's anything alcoholic in this? No. Miami Beach, hello. Hi, Neil. Yeah. This is Tom. Um, listen, I was born and raised in Hawaii. Really? Yeah, I spent 27 years there. Aloha. Aloha. Listen, uh, you know your uh, Kalua Puka song, you know you're not allowed to sing anymore? little Puka song? The asshole song. Yeah. That's Hawaiian for just in case. Maybe you could say that and get away with it change all the words to Kalua Puka. Some guy called in yesterday with a great idea. We simply ought to beep either the word ass or the word hole. 
Oh, because really? ass is in the dictionary and holes in the dictionary. So if we beep that, we'll play the song. That's a good idea. And everybody already knows what the word is. Well, well uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, let me ask you, Neil, where, where do you, um, I didn't mean to cut you off, Stan, but where are you uh, going, what island are you going to be on? I'm not. I'm not going to Hawaii. Oh, He's yeah. going to the island of Las Vegas. Sir. I'm headed to there, you know. Tropicana. Go back and take care of some business. I thought maybe you'd be there. I'd try to run into you. No, I'm not going to be there at all. Uh, my friend John and his mother are evidently going, but um, really, that's a bummer. I'm not going. I just don't want to sit on a plane for ten hours. I don't like flying that much, and but it's a long, tiring trip. And by the time you get there, you're ready to. Um, you need about a ten week vacation. Yeah. Well, you know, I have a brother that fishes over there. A charter fisher. I was going to try to get you hooked up with him. Really? Yeah, really. He's done it for like forty years, and he's pretty good at it. You know, you might have a good time. Good over there. The real island is the island of Hawaii. That's the one where things are going on. They don't let tourists there. <laughs> it's so funny because we were talking about this the other day, and, yeah. and, it, and it happened. They just, you just let them, <laughs> some of those words slip out every now and then, but don't worry about it. Another thing, you're talking about bag boys. He's oblivious. Yes. Right? Now you got my attention, sir. I know some people who work over at a Publix. Um, really? A friend of mine, she's been known to eat uh, chicken organs at work. And uh, to deep throat watermelon hearts. Have you ever heard of that? Watermelon hearts? Uh, uh, crazy as hell, but I heard, heard about some little stories they do over there, so you don't know what the public's people are up to. Is this a cashier, sir? Uh, no, it's a meat department employee. Oh, boy. <laughs> I want to be castorated. Wow. Mm-mm. Oh, boy. Talk well, about listen. things at your other stores, man. Publix is a pretty wild place. Yeah, no question about it. Well, I'm going to go in there when I leave here. As a matter of fact, I'm going to go to the one in North Miami and see my friend Mike. So have a wonderful day, sir. Okay, we're good. Okay. Mike's the one who sent that picture in the other day. Oh. He said, please, come into Publix. Well, you should. You should go to Publix one day and win Dixie the next and yeah. Sun the next. You yeah, I'll just keep going to the supermarket around. every day. I'm not going to buy any groceries. And when they ask me what I'm doing, I'll say, I'm just looking. Mm -hmm. Just looking. And that would be an honest answer. That's right. Fort Lauderdale, hello. Hey, Neil, glad you worked out your problems there. Let me ask you, that thing you're winding up on your desk there? Yeah. Is that the new John B. Thompson doll? Shame on you, sir. I'm sorry. Catch you later. Okay. It's a real boon in the box. Yeah. It's a boon it out of the box. It does look familiar. I would recognize it anywhere. It's got Pat Boone written all over it. Miami, hello. Well, Hello. <laughs> hello? Very weak. Very weak, Mr. President. Well, uh, Mr. Rogers, please. Sounds like Pinocchio to me. Well, Nancy and I are listening to your show here at the White House. And uh, what is this about the bomba? <laughs> weak. Very weak. Call me in about a week, sir. I'll be on vacation. Why won't these people give me any advice? You know, they're just, they're helpless. When I had my rash, they were great. Because I'm going to do that at 2 o'clock. We had 8 million calls. We had 8 million calls about my rash. At I didn't even want calls. But they were very helpful and very concerned. And, and you, you have, have to start this. out. This has to be the first thing you say at 10.05, you see. Boy. And then it blows the whole so, show, okay? They are so slow. So at 2.05, when I come on... And I don't I'm want anybody say, calling in and saying, well, it's such short notice. It's short notice because up until like 10.03 this morning, I didn't know whether I was going on vacation, whether I was going to be working here, whether, you know, I had an income, what, what the hell my life was all about. And now i got to decide, and I'm not going to pass it up. No, our leave. topic is going to be, where would you like to send Neil? Oh, yeah, that's good. Okay. Yeah, well, we all know the answer to that. <laughs> 
Okay, while they're preparing for that, while they're getting their real good messages in, the first one will be Fire Island, the second one will be Hell. It's 19 till 2 at WYNZ. Well, Fire Island, you know, there's always a possibility. The This individual has obviously got a problem. Hello. Hello. Yeah. What are you saying, Neil? Back again, buddy. But I, I just—I was just driving around, and I, I heard you say you're looking for some place to go on your vacation. Yeah. Why don't you go to my dad's house? Oh no, no, no! I'm not going back to Tennessee, Elvis. Listen, I'll call. I was in Tennessee one month, and, uh, Elvis. You stay at my daddy's house at Graceland. I'll treat you like a king, baby. I'll pass, El Paso. Come on, baby. You can stay in his bedroom and stuff, but just you know. I don't want to be in his bedroom. I don't even want to. I don't want to sit in his reading chair in the restroom. No way. Well, listen, Neil. I got a friend here that says. Uh, He'd like to sing a song. His name is Ben E. King, Jr. Okay. <laughs> All right, you're on, buddy. Come on, let's do it. <laughs> when the night has come and the land is dark and the moon is the only light we'll see. No, I won't be afraid. No, I won't be afraid. Just as long as you don't stand behind me. <laughs> and Neil, Neil, don't stand behind me, oh Neil. All right, baby, that's it. That's enough. That's enough. That's enough. Excellent. He wasn't too bad. You know? Perfect. Yeah, he's working on it, boy. He's good. He wasn't too bad. I put him on the escalator with Jordan Marsh and see how he flies. <laughs> Listen, Neil, uh, if, if you want to go down there, I can call ahead because they know who I am now. No, Elvis, I'm not going back to Tennessee, baby. I appreciate it very much, but I'm not going back to Tennessee. Never again. I was there for a, a month. It was like 40 years. Yeah, but you never got to stay at Graceland. Oh, I know. I know. I know. You treat me just like a queen up there. I know, Elvis. Well, listen, I appreciate it. I'll take, you, I'll take a rain check. Well, let me know. I, I'll, I'll listen if you, if you want to do it. If, you, if, if nobody can come up with some a better idea, I'll, I'll call ahead and I'll tell them you're coming. Okay. All right? It's Stan, a we'll deal. Talk to you later, Bill. Okay. Stand behind me, Elvis. <laughs> when the night has come. Miami, hello. Yes, Neil. Yeah. Listen, I'm calling uh, in reference to something. I just was late on my desk, and I'm very furious about the whole thing. Uh, you know, the Pope's visit really didn't affect me too As part of a transportation company, I was just alerted that on Thursday, the 10th of September, or the 9th of September, and Friday, the 10th of September, they're going to be closing down I-95, the Turnpike, and U.S. Highway. Go ahead, sir. Okay. Putting those roads down uh, from 9 to 5 on Thursday and 5 to 12 on Friday, you can only have special clearance to get in, which is my business. Because of the fact I have trucks moving in and out of Florida into California on those two days. Yeah. Do you know Ann Bishop? Excuse me? <laughs> I said, do you know the bishop? I know the bishop? Yeah. The only bishop I know is Ann. Okay. You answered my question, sir. Okay. Should I call her? I would think so. Okay. Let her have it. Okay. Okay. Where's that guy been? He just discovered all of this, huh? Yeah, I just discovered it. Oh, we got another caller on a mobile phone. Maybe Ann's calling oh, from her truck. wow. Hello, Ann. How you doing? Is this me? Yeah, this doesn't sound like Ann. Oh, it's not Ann. Listen, now, this is uh, from Hibiscus Island. Bring the voice is a little update. too high. You're the one that speaks to my wife about the cats and the Santa Rios out there? Oh, yeah. Boy, I tell you, we're getting overloaded with the cats. Oh, I'm glad I got I got to stay on the show also. Well, wait a minute. Listen, I got some good recipes you might enjoy. <laughs> I, I sent that card to a friend of mine and his, and his wife. They had three cats. 
Yeah. Terminate the relationship with, with his wife. She doesn't speak with us any longer. I love the card. It was fantastic. It and really we had is. Added some other... Oh, I got my wife coming in here right now. I got Neil on the phone. Hang on. Neil, you must go to Las Vegas. I just came back from Las Vegas. It was wonderful. All I did was think of you. Did you win any money? Well, I just bet very little money, but it's such an exciting town. It yeah. We had a little bit of Las Vegas in Miami. We, we, we could make it here. You bet. God, she just pulled up in the parking lot behind me. She was listening to me on her car. Isn't it amazing? we got a, a, a wife team here in the parking lot. And we're at the Latin American restaurant. Right Another one of those husband and wife teams. That's a kind of standalone. I've got to tell you something. I don't want to tell you about the bumper sticker on Larry King, you know, if he owes you money, honk. Honk if Larry owes you money, right. I saw a sticker yesterday. It was great. It said, um, I'll buckle up when Bundy does. It's the law. <laughs> and I thought about you. But yeah, we got one of those here. Oh, Stan, i got to tell Stan something. I came home uh, one night last week. It was on a, I guess it was a weekend. And I look out in the backyard, and there's this, commotion going on in my docks and i said what the heck's going on i ran out there and there's this boat that pulled in it was sort of a um uh, uh almost like an offshore racer but a cheaper version it had the outboards and everything and on the side of the boat is written double vice and it was written just like the miami vice logo with the pastels and, and the uh double overlap in the word vice and um i look at i look on the boat and there's this, it's don johnson but it wasn't Don Johnson. It was his double. It was yeah. a stuntman. Yeah. Oh, it must have been the guy we have in those pictures. Yeah. And his name was Bobby. Anyway, they were coming to visit my Bobby. neighbor, and there wasn't any dock space, and they ended up figuring um, their Miami Vice crew. I figured they, they must have thought, well, we can just park anywhere we want. Sure. Well, okay, well, listen. Loose, but I figured, nah, but we'll not. see you at the uh, cat hanging at about 4 o'clock, sir. <laughs> listen, we got a monkey loose on the island. Okay, good luck to you. Boy, what a group of calls today, huh? <laughs> this is what it's all about. Now, hopefully, if they were listening today, they got a much better grip on what it is that we're doing here, right? Okay, Stan's going to be along after the news, and we're going to figure out where it is that I'm going. And all of you, you know, wise asses out there that got these smart suggestions, feel free. I'll be listening, you know. <laughs> we'll, we'll take a poll. What do you think? Where do you want to send Neil for What do you think? Days? Okay, have a great life and a wonderful day. And tomorrow, we promise, it's got to get better than this.